When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Bob and Tom Show. Well, Pally, it looks like our girls have dumped us. I guess it's goodbye. Is there anything you'd like to say to them, Pally? There sure is. Baby, blow me. A kiss as you're leaving. Blow me. Oh, a kiss right now Cause if you're gonna leave me, honey I will surely miss the way you blow me Blow me a kiss Come on and blow me A kiss like you mean it Blow me A kiss goodbye I really can't remember anything as hard as this so blow me, blow me a kiss. Wow! Some things in life are hard to swallow. Wow! She couldn't take it all. She couldn't handle everything. Wow! Who could? But if she comes back tomorrow, I'll be shooting my wad on flowers and a ring. Kiss as you're leaving, baby. Blow me. Whoa, a kiss as you go. And always think about me as you're going down your list. Baby, blow me. Blow me a kiss. I'll miss her arms and her elbows. Wow, there's some nice ones. I'll miss her legs so tall. She's got some long legs. I'll miss her neck. And her shoulders But I'll miss her head Most of all What a As you go Wow, look out And if you wanna come home, honey That's okay Just grab a hold of this And baby, blow me Baby, won't you blow me Blow me a kiss Wow Wow,
Many portions of the upcoming program have been pre-recorded, meaning they've already happened. And they're about to happen again. So where was it? Oh, oh yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're glad to have you here. It's the Bob and Tom Show. Jessica Allsman at the news desk. Hello. Christy Lee is vacationing somewhere away from all of us. I hope she's doing okay without us. You know how she misses us. She misses us so much. <laughs> There's Pat Godwin. By the way, I she did. promised she's not eloping this week. She'll come back married as sure as she... You know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute lock. There's Josh Arnold <laughs> at the I Hate Steven Singer sidekick chair. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. There's Willie Griswold. Good morning. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Well, thank you very much. Now, uh, we have um, a number of news items I would like to get to. Uh, what was that number again? Six, My number? Seven. That's, if you're 555, five, five, I was six, kidding. Six. I'm not really asking. It was a joke. Go ahead. Back to you. Oh, the number of men you've the size of your schmeckles first. A vending machine that dispenses bear meat has proven to be a popular addition to a Japanese town. The Manichi newspaper reports that an unusual vending machine is installed near the Tazawako Ichi local product shop near JR Tazawako Station. Very good. The meat from wild bears is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, with selections costing about $17. (coughs) You have a cough button. <laughs> <laughs> that that poor, See, poor Tom. It, you could. I was watching his face. It I know. totally snuck up on him. Yeah. Okay? Sorry, wrong pipe. <laughs> yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. First but, of all, uh, I have questions. Take a minute. It's not like we're on the air or anything. <laughs> From you, I'm getting this. <laughs> I'm getting this burp king. Um, is it frozen? Um. Or jerky? That's what I'm thinking. The bears are captured in the mountains of the city by members of a local hunting club and processed at a slaughterhouse. I don't want anything to do with that hunting club. (laughs) Hey, these guys are out there hunting bears. And then the meat is mainly purchased by bullet train passengers. Do we have... Okay. Do we have... Gotcha. You're on the bullet train. This is the same place that has the panty machine, right? That's where on, they had those on the bullet train. The vending machines for the panties. No, remember we had the story about the Japanese. There's a, they have a. The, I'm not kidding. They have a, they have vending machines that have game worn panties. Isn't that so? ladies' panties that you can buy? But oh, you know. game worn in the vending machine. So you Josh, just huff yes. them or whatever. But not all of them are genuine. Josh, tell them what they do to come up with these panties. Sometimes I think you had told me that yeah. occasionally they will just like dip them in tuna cans. <laughs> Honest to gosh. That is oh, not true. Like you, know, like you know the oil or water. You or know, the, the, uh, the Japanese are an honest people. They're not going to scam you like that. <laughs> I don't think so. Yes. I mean, everybody scams, right? That's true. I, I'm not who I say I am. That's well, right. Yeah, He's an alien. True. We'll get to that in a second. Do those have their own vending machine, or is it just in there with the candy? Like, could right, you, right. Could you just pretend, uh-oh, try to get a Butterfinger again. Oh, Look man. at this. Yeah, don't you I asked for the Andy Cap Hot Fries. Yeah, yeah. Don't you hate it when your panties get stuck halfway down the machine? And- oh, yeah. <laughs> That's there. really something. Mm-hmm. Panty vending machine. I'm trying to find it, but I stumbled on this instead. This is from the New York Post. Millennials and Gen Z shoppers are gravitating toward bigger panties known as so-called granny panties. Why do you think that's a, what do you think that's about? It says hip brands like Rihanna's Savage and Fenty 
are selling fresh interpretations of the classic look. These are words I don't understand or people I don't know, so I'm going to Fenty. Well, you know millennial women. Mm -hmm. Do they wear these granny panties? Maybe just a comfort thing, I would say. As a millennial woman. Oh, I didn't know you were a millennial. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were like 58. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I don't want to say that. That is surprising. The only reason I say it is because that's... It's a lot of Mountain Dew and Adderall. That's fine. (laughs) So, of course, I'm teasing you. I mean, Um, among your friends, I don't think... Is there any way you would know this? Is this something you discuss? Is is this true that the skimpy panties are out? I think if you're wearing pants that are tight, such as leggings or running pants, you'll wear a thong just because you don't want to see the seams. Hmm. But anytime it's like jeans or, you know, you're going to bed, you're wearing granny panties, which anything it's just called granny panties just means it covers your butt i think even hip huggers um bikini cut brazilian cut those are all kind of granny yeah. panties. boy shorts mm-hmm. boy shorts are not granny panties Hi. those are sexy cheeky I just panties like, i just like boy shorts <laughs> um okay yeah, I'm, trying like that. To, I'm trying to find the yeah. japanese well, like vending machines for panties um and i can't find it 58 really <laughs> um, sorry uh in, in any I event 59 um, a, a, a bear meat vending machine. Would you try bear meat, Tom? Uh, yeah, I'm not big on gamey meat, but it might mm. be interesting. Um, a bear meat vending machine sounds like slang for a uh, a, a gay club glory hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're serving they're serving the bear meat in there. And oh, bear meat, <laughs> forty dollars. Okay, fresh what bear meat in the men's room. Right. I, I, one of my gay friends, uh, Brian, told me that he was an otter, and I asked what that was, and he said a guy who loves bears or who. Something like that. Oh, like the teddy bears, like a big man to basically cuddle with, I think. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that otters are hairy, like a bear would be hairy, but smaller, where a bear would typically be larger. He said he wants a bear to play around with him or whatever. That's... You know what? He I want to watch me, man. I want to watch a video of just a bear and an otter, not even the just the real bear and otter playing. I bet you they'd have a real good time out there in the wild. Oh, I love mixed match animals. So do I. Friends. Big fan of unlikely animal friendships. Tom, why are you letting this continue? I'm trying to prove my point and find the Japanese uh, panty vending. We don't. No, we believed it. Uh, yeah, okay. we remember doing the story. We believe it, Tom. <laughs> yeah, okay. we do. You can stop looking for evidence. Over okay, there. sorry. Good morning, folks. This weekend I was in Savannah. This is an email from Gerald. Oh yes, Savannah. Uh, there's a murder in Savannah. <laughs> um, my wife and I stopped at a jerky store. Nice. And the clerk said uh, they had a very nice selection of wild meat. She asked me if I would like to sample the pork and how about some kangaroo? <laughs> I said, channeling Chick McGee, <laughs> sorry, I can't eat kangaroo. It makes me jumpy. <laughs> My wife, of course, rolled her eyes, and the clerk laughed so hard she nearly cried. <laughs> wow, she hasn't been around much. Wow. She'd worked in the store for a year and never heard really? kangaroo meat makes me jumpy. Yes. Thanks, Chick. You're welcome, Jerry. Thank the you, only Jerry. kangaroo meat I'll eat is Joey. Aww. That's right. It has to be fresh out of the... Uh, oh, you like it like uh, beef? Mm-hmm. That's right. Baby kangaroo. Yeah. Aren't the kangaroo uh, aren't kangaroo babies the smallest to the largest in uh, the known world? Right. Hmm. They're like a they're like a pea when they're born. What? Yeah. Like in the. Are when they in the pouch? when they're born? They stay in the pouch. They're yeah. born though. Yeah. And in that pouch, they're like uh, the size of a pea, and then they grow to be like a an adult kangaroo. It's like nine thousand times its size or something. That's the biggest in the uh, in the world. I have no the idea. In the I'm, I'm, sure that's that's a, I'm sure that's a category. That whether or not. Thank you, uh, Chick. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. If you were smart, you'd know that. 
Alsman, please speak. <laughs> got more bears, kind of. Oh. A Kentucky couple got married in a ceremony that was officiated by the so-called cocaine bear. Really? Alexandra and Armando exchanged vows in front of the taxidermied bear at the KY for KY Fun Mall in Lexington. Cool. The store spokesperson and Living Good said that because Kentucky law requires marriages to be presided over by a human, the couple was later lawfully wedded by store owner Griffin Van Meter. <laughs> the bear, which served as the inspiration for Elizabeth Banks, Elizabeth Banks' film, had died in 1985 after ingesting a large amount of cocaine dropped from a plane piloted by convicted drug smuggler Andrew Thornton. Mm-hmm. That's a huge success, right? Yeah. Not huge, but yes, it made money and did, did fine. Very okay. fun. So, but this is the actual stuffed dead bear that the whole thing was based on. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But uh, but uh, but a human did the obviously the. That's so. Weird. I don't know if I could just handle the. Uh, you know, I I have done weddings, that. as you know. You have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm uh, licensed, if you will, to do that. I have the proper credentials. How many couples have you married? Uh, two. How hmm. many are still together? Both. Oh, great. Nice. Yeah, they're doing, they're doing for I If you ever want to get married to your man, I can take care of that for you. Oh, nice. I'll remember that. Uh, in this case, if it's the cocaine bear, I would go uh, buy the powder vested in me. <laughs> <laughs> buy the stick. <laughs> You're going to stand by that. <laughs> Do you promise to love, honor, and prevent forest fires? <laughs> you know, often, uh, re- real quick, uh, this is off topic, Tom. I apologize. But uh, we get emails sent here and then uh, they're printed out by Mike Mark and handed to us uh, to read every now and again. Sure. I just want to point out uh, that he just handed me an email of a uh, link I'm supposed to look at. (laughs) Uh, Printed out on uh, this Well, just click on it and go to the label. I think he underlined something. What if I, what if I, when I pressed it with my finger, I disappeared? Keep trying. Keep trying. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Meet your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Head to factormeals.com slash bobandtom50 and use code bobandtom50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code bobandtom50 at factormeals.com slash bobandtom50. To get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. 
If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, Walmart, Nike, Wine.com, Samsung, Lenovo, Sephora, and more. And even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use. And you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers. And Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. This is the Bob and Tom Show on a Friday morning. Welcome back. This is Christopher speaking. The gang's still out on break here. They'll be back on Monday, January the 8th here live in studio. Right now, about a segment about banned meals in bed. Plus, Ed Septic checks in and Dick Hitswater checks in too. Oh, There's Ace Cosby. Hello. I love Chick in here. Oh, Get a room. You need to back that off about 20%. Okay. There's Tom Griswold. You can do a poem. Like, Roses are red, violets are blue. Uh, wear two men, but I'll still kiss you. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's yeah. 2023. Different times. And love sure. is love. Okay. And hey, I'll prove yeah. it by whatever you want. Thumping you. <laughs> Very Thumping you. Oh, that sounds like a Johnny uh, Too Loud. What Johnny, Johnny Loud. Loud is Johnny Loud. Johnny Loud. Yeah. You can call Thumping me Johnny Loud. Thumping you. <laughs> No, well, no, you're doing you're doing uh, Mini Ripperton, I think. Uh, Interesting in that one, like eight that's octave a, range. Uh, uh, we have uh, Christy Lee at the Bob and Tom News her Desk song called "The Flowers." Boy, that's a good. Song. And we've been we've been going through yeah, uh, the, the survey of uh, <laughs> Do you want to eat in bed? And uh, our audience, uh, according Steve to Twitter, Martin, does not particularly care for eating and eat breakfast well, in bed. And I, I agree. Get I, your attention is what they're doing. The survey's flawed. This <laughs> is from the New York Post top 10 foods people banned from eating, being eaten in bed. All right. Sausage and mashed potatoes is number 10. So bangers and mash. <laughs> yeah. or something. Is this well, a UK survey? It says New York Post. Huh. If you can't have a nice meal of sausage and mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It does sound live. pretty good, but I wouldn't want it in bed. Nine. Hot dog. You know, mashed potato, bits of mashed potato in a bed looks like, you know. Do they mean hot dogs wrong. or do they mean uh, <laughs> well, hot dog? dog? I think they mean a hot dog. I don't see anything wrong with a hot same, dog. Yeah. Well, either do I. Yeah. Anything about a taco on there? Number eight, ramen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that can get a little... Uh, what? Ramen. Sp- spattery, can't it? Chick, number seven, tacos. You're not supposed to eat tacos <laughs> in bed? This is all, Uh-oh. you know... <laughs> that's what this is. They're talking yeah. You know what? This must be UK because number six is fish and chips. Yeah. Uh, I love fish and chips. Not a good in chip. bed? Not in bed. Again, oh. this is a... I keep <laughs> that's a good breakfast in bed. You get food and the paper. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Uh, oh. Number five, curry. <laughs> Curry? Curry. <laughs> Number four, stir fry. They must mean Steph Curry. He's America's sweetheart. Stir fry. Not good in bed, of course. Not good in bed. Especially, roast. What's the one where they bring the... Uh, 
You, you realize you're not preparing it in bed, don't you? I mean, you can eat stir fry in bed. It's what's the, what's the, the one the that when you go to the Mexican restaurant, it comes, it's on like a cast, cast iron. Yeah. Fajitas, yeah. You got to kind of build them. And <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Don't, don't touch this thing's on fire. Oh, they smoke to high hell, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Pretty funny. Fajitas yeah. in bed. Everybody <laughs> sees where you're eating, what yeah. you're eating. Pot, yeah. A pot roast dinner. Not in bed. I made a pot roast joke about food in yeah, bed. I know. I'm, I'm very good. <laughs> Number two, spaghetti. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> I'm going to guess. I think I, well, I don't know. I might, Number uh, one food, not spaghetti. to eat in bed. Crackers. Number one food. Soup. Well, what goes with soup? Crackers. Sandwich. 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 Soup and a sandwich. <laughs> okay. You know what I don't like? Here's I have a gripe with restaurants. All right. All right. When you, <laughs> but they're not. They're not, I'm ready. They're not, not all open twenty four hours a day. Where's this? Where's this, where's this going? That's right, Pat. Not, not enough food. You knew that was coming, my friend. When I say, I, I tell you when I'm done. An empty plate doesn't mean I'm done. When you get when you uh, like if you want to order soup and a sandwich, it's always half a sandwich. What if I want the whole sandwich with my soup? Then order a sandwich and a bowl of soup. So that was and right. then all of a sudden it's forty dollars. <laughs> well, that's because they're giving, the you, they're giving you twice as much food. Let me tell you something. You're a cheap man. <laughs> you are pretty frugal. You're Excuse very, very, me? very, very cheap. I've often gifted uh, you gentlemen with uh, things. Oh, is this the hat story you got upset <laughs> about yesterday? Where he said, I gave you a hat. I've never seen you wear it. I want it back, is what he said. I, and I, you I, said that? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, a gift comes with conditions from God. Hey, if you're not using it, I, I said I'll gladly take it back. Although are you, you going to use it? No, probably But you're not, not. going to give it back. I haven't put the Seinfeld living room together you this. yet, either. Do you even know where the hat is? What's your question? <laughs> I got Pat a hat. I wear it. <laughs> you don't. I don't wear it. <laughs> and I would take it back. Josh. It, it, oh, oh, oh. I can't wear his. I have, a question. I have a question for Pat. Yes. Do you know where that hat is? It's on my uh, rack with the jacket. Do so I don't know. Where He's using it as a car cover. <laughs> oh. Pat, Pat has a large, head? large head for the most. Like an eight, eight, size eight, 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 eight and a half. Mm. Huge. There are people who'd love to have those hats. What hat? What what kind of hat is it? It's a British driving uh, handicap. Oh, those hat. are nice. Aren't they nice? Yes. Aren't they handsome and becoming? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You I like it so. made out of Kleenex? I got a hat like that. <laughs> those those hats shot out. I can't. Those hats shot out. Erection no more. Guys. <laughs> I don't know about that. In fact, we put up a poll of me in that hat, didn't we? Uh, I wasn't yes no? here. I don't know what you're talking about. I wonder what the results were. Oscar will have to tell me if oh, people. Oh, I saw it on Instagram. I said I loved you. Uh, Oh, very nice. Okay, let's move forward here. Christy, what have you got over there? We, we've finished the food in bed, and I don't approve. Well, coming uh, up, we're going to talk about now, sperm in bed. Do you approve sperm. a sperm in bed? What? Well, why uh, other, another reason to get in bed if you ain't going to have some sperm? Yeah. What are we doing here? <laughs> Come on, not, wake up. But not for breakfast. No, what's wrong with that? Oh, fellas, you're there. You have to one day, in a quiet moment, tell me how you declined to please a woman. <laughs> she really asked you. Oh, okay, okay. I bet he made a face and everything. Hello, Bob and Tom Show. Well, this is Dick Hitswater sitting in for Johnny Loud One. Yeah! 
These are hearts you don't want to give. Hearts you don't want to give out on Halloween. Uh, Thank you. Don't give them out. Yeah, don't give them out on Right. All right. Text me. Put your clothes on first, though. That's the last one. Well, this is Dick Hitzwater sitting in for Johnny Loudwood. And this has been a special Some Other News Valentine's Day update. Bye. Johnny loud one. Mm-hmm. When were you aware that it wasn't Valentine's Day? It's Valentine's Day. Oh. Immediately. Um, I didn't know it was Valentine's Day till Donnie Baker told me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think I'm uh, third, fourth, fifth grade Valentine's, I-, I think, yeah. It was a real big deal. I can remember yeah, yeah. Uh, you'd work with, what are they called, doilies? Yeah. You'd in paste. Yeah, make your own you'd Valentine's. Make Valentine's. Everybody had a Valentine's no, Day made, box. Yeah, yeah you'd you bring made. in a shoe box at the yeah. Yeah. Oh, we had bags. We had like white, oh, really? white bags or something. Yeah. It was fun. Big deal. Like you a know. slit on top and then you would... Uh, Everybody would drop their yeah. Valentine yeah. in. Yeah. It was yeah. fun. Yeah, I, I, but, but who was the slit on top? <laughs> oh, right. That's, <laughs> that's uh, the bottom. Now I've got to somehow segue to something else before I segue to Christy Lee. No, well, no, you can't. Oh, no. In honor of Valentine's Day. <laughs> hey. That's, that's what I was going to say. What you... um, here's a story that uh, you probably missed, Tom, because you don't know who Guardy B and Offset are. But McDonald's has created a signature order for Valentine's Day. <laughs> you're going to say Mick Jagger. It's the Cardi B Offset meal. It's their go-to items. Offset? Yeah. It's yeah, yeah it's a, one leg shorter than the other. <laughs> it's a great offset. rapper. Yeah. <laughs> A cheeseburger with barbecue sauce and a large Coca-Cola for Cardi B. That's what she gets to at McDonald's. And a quarter pounder with cheese and a large high-sea orange lava burst for Offset. Comes with okay. a large order of fries and an apple pie to share. Oh, right. Okay. Wait, and a, a high-sea orange lava burst. Lava really? burst. I don't know what yeah, that is. I, I like know. the orange soda. So do I. Remember when McDonald's had the orange yes. soda and the big tub things? Oh, it's good. <laughs> Good. His orange drink. Who could this oh. possibly be? <laughs> Go ahead, answer the phone. Hello, Bob and Tom show. Uh, Bob and Dom. Yeah. Uh, Ed Septic with Ed Septic and Service. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I, I would imagine that I suppose at a septic service, Valentine's Day probably doesn't really have anything special. Uh, well, uh, you'd be surprised. Uh, I wanted to call in real quick, wish all your listeners a happy Valentine's Day, especially you, Miss Lee. Uh-huh. I swear you're prettier than a Rhode Island red sparkling in the morning dew. Oh, but unfortunately, old Ed here will be spending Valentine's Day alone again this year. Oh, oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, uh, ever since I lost my wife of 37 years to COVID, it's just not the same. <laughs> oh, don't worry, she didn't die. 
Ty, she just got tired of me being home all the time. Barbados <laughs> with my brother Ned Septic. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's sad. Yeah, they opened a little B and B down there. Uh, bed oh. and breakfast? Uh, no, it's a biscuit and bondage shop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah apparently you got to unzip your mask just to eat. I don't know. But enough about my woes. I just wanted to call in real quick and let your listeners know I'm running a sixty-nine ninety-nine Valentine's Day blowout spectacular. <laughs> That's very funny, Dad. Very good. For an additional one ninety-nine, I'll hook up the all-new digital Commode Commander two thousand. Wow. It syncs with an app on your phone via brown tooth technology <laughs> and alerts you right away whenever there's a plumbing issue. Oh. I'm also proud to say I was recently named January's MVP in Honey Wagon Monthly. Oh. <laughs> That stands for most valuable plumber. Yeah. And and I'm the only plumber in the tri-state area to win the golden plunger at the turdies the last eleven years straight. I'm sorry, what's what's the award called? Uh, it's called the Golden Plunger. Uh, it's held at the turdies every year. The turdies. Okay. Okay. I see. The turdies. Uh, right. You never won you know, a turdy. I, I got a turd wrench that won't flinch, so <laughs> Love may be lost on me, but I do have a quick love poem before I go. Oh, nice. Okay. Once again, Ed from Ed Septic with a love poem. Go ahead, Ed. Roses are red. Love is a word. Keep up with your septic or your house will smell like a turd. Oh, no. Very helpful. Well, well, actually, here, th- this one's a little more romantic. Oh. I'll leave you on this. Okay. Roses are red. Daisies are white. If you're lonely, I'll snake your pipes. <laughs> I'm talking to you, Miss Lee. I'm oh! Ed Septic Valentine's Day special. I'm sorry, where, uh, where, where, where are you going to go? I think uh, I think he called earlier. He he wants someone to go to the turdies with him next year. Oh. If you'd like to go, to oh, the award show, it's right yeah. up your alley, isn't no, it? No thanks, I can't make it. I'm <laughs> sorry. Maybe where you were could you, host. Scientists have been able to identify which sperm are the strongest swimmers by putting them through what amounts to an obstacle course. That seems silly. Researchers no, developed no, 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 a device important. which has four tiny channels connecting hollow barriers. They say the improved sperm sorting technologies could help IVF doctors select better sperm, which could, of course, reduce the number of cycles to have a child. How do you get them back in your nuts? <laughs> you don't need them back in your This is what? how it works. They put them in a little dish and then yeah. suck them up into a straw and then push them in your I, I think I, I think the technical term she's looking for is turkey based the only, the only problem you run into is you can't have a milkshake and do this research at the same time <laughs> what'd you mix up the cups again oh, God. <laughs> this artistically um, uh, how do I word this if you saw the Super Bowl the halftime presentation was it was an illustration mm-hmm. of how the the the, the sperm um, uh, dance around the egg, if you will, and yeah. this is going to get the uh, the if best sperm um, there, the the hundred yard uh, dash to get to the egg. You so, see. what do they do with the sp- the uh, slower sperm? Uh, I don't know. Jeez, oh, murder them. <laughs> No, they, they get discarded, I guess. That doesn't seem right. Well, this would uh, this would they, well, obviously it would encourage your sperm to be more active. It then, would obviously it? give way to a super race of people. This the kind of thing always works. <laughs> now, uh, Josh, don't worry. I'm sure some of yours probably have at one point gotten past the end of the sock. Uh, <laughs> 
You know, I'm a t-shirt man. I was yeah. going to say, you know, how better. many, uh, how many uh, head? What's the head count on a typical uh, ejaculate? Load? No, mm. many, it's something many. millions. Yeah. Isn't yeah. It? Um, billions. Isn't it ten cc? That's what I always heard. That's the body, the volume. I think the liquid. The Australian government is being asked to create a national registry to track sperm donations amid fears of so-called accidental incest. Oh, there's a growing concern. I see. I love that band. Uh, yeah, they're good, I, aren't didn't they? they? Didn't they open for Lou Reed on the uh, Rock and Roll Animal tour? I think they did. Uh, 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 yeah, I'm sure. Accidental incest. They were great. Okay. There's a growing concern about prolific donors spreading around too much of their seed, which some worry could lead to accidental incest. I like the I name prolific the donors, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The normal volume varies from 20 to 150 million sperm. Per milliliter. That is a lot. That is a lot. And it's a 1.5 to 5.0 milliliter per But if you have less than 2 million, you're sterile. Is that right? I didn't know that. Yeah. I I just read this yesterday. Don't they say if you want to increase your sperm count just to microwave your testicles for a little bit? That's you know, you put, you put a magnet. You put a magnet over the door part. Is that why when yeah. I surprised you yesterday at your house, you were up on the counter? That's right. <laughs> That's what you tried. Coming up next the on the Bob and Tom Show, AI voices plus Kenny Tarmac talks to Floyd and dogs. All coming up next here on the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. This is Christopher in the Bob and Tom Studios. This segment features some AI voices, plus Kenny Tarmac talks to Floyd at the airport. And some dogs featured in this segment. Let's get back to the action. You're talking about this uh, the Masters Golf Tournament. They're going to be featuring, I guess, on some of their videos, they'll be featuring the AI, the Artificial Intelligence Voice that uh, will the the robot, if you will, will be watching the uh, watching the thing and then playing the uh, d- doing the audio. And we got we got talking about all this stuff and all these artificial intelligence voices. And um, we did an experiment. I'm going to play something for you. And uh, this is um, an an AI voice. This is not the person you think it is. Here we go. I really like Tom Griswold and all his damn foibles. I am especially fond of the one where he won't drive into a gas station if a tanker truck is there. Now the one about the armored car at the bank is a bunch of crap. Tom really is a great boss. I can tell in my headphones now that that's not me. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. It's close. It's real close. That was based on a typed script. It's close AF is what it is. It's too close for comfort. Yes, and it'll be getting better. That was a relatively primitive but there's still that audio uncanny valley, if you will, uh, that's not. um, This this is the same thing, but me. This is not me. This is the robot. Hello, this is Tom Griswold from The Bob and Tom Show. And now I'd like to recite my favorite jokes from HBO's hit show, The Last of Us. Are you ready? <laughs> Here we go. What do you think? <laughs> I think it's not even, only does it sound like you, it sounds like something you'd say. <laughs> <laughs> How about those zombies, huh? That was based on a typed script. It's close, but it's not. Uh, that sounds more like you 20 years ago, maybe, like on a different microphone. Hmm. Let's try it again. Like, well, again, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. that's another issue, but here we go. It doesn't matter how much you push the envelope, it'll still be stationary. 
What did the mermaid wear to her math class? An algae bra. Ah. I stayed up all night wondering where the sun went, and then it dawned on me. These are better than aces. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. It's close, uh, but it'll be getting a lot closer. That's crazy. And that's, that's just based on playing a little bit of audio of me into this thing, if you will, and then it you give it a typed script, and that's what happens. Crazy. So, yeah. Um, oh, wait a second. Okay. I'll get that. Hello, Bob and Tom show. Bob and Tom, it's Kenny Tomac. Kenny. Hey, Shooter, I'd love to say we just landed, but I'm still driving. Oh. I know. I know. Like I said yesterday, with all these spring breakers clogging up the airlines, I rented a car, making the most of my wizard number, but uh, it's fair to say I've had my fill of zone four people. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I just crossed over into IL from IN, and for once, I didn't have to do a touch-and-go at ORD first. Oh, nice. (laughs) Yeah, I'm at a truck stop, and like most road dogs, I had to re-up on my supply of sugar-free Celsius and veggie straws, and I'd be uh, given anything to be in the Sky Club about right now, but unfortunately, my rental car has a nail in the tire. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I gotta find a place to get my tire fixed. Yeah. I'll take a bird strike any day over this, but uh, this is really gonna <laughs> set me back. Baba Tom, hang on a sec. I, let me ask this trucker if he knows a place to get my flat fixed around here. Okay. Excuse me, sir, I, I found myself in a predicament. My right front is low. Pick up a nail. Would you, would you have to know a reputable tire place around these parts? <clears throat> Boy, you've definitely got yourself a flat there. That's gonna turn into a roll down again. <laughs> <laughs> Probably won't attend to it. That's why I roll on Goodyear tires. I don't use those commie brands. I wouldn't put those on a moped, but if you can make it up to Pete's Tire Center, you're only two miles away. Oh, thanks. Sounds, sounds good. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to find Pete. What you want to do is take a left out of here. You're going to go maybe a mile, mile and a half on the south side of the road. You're going to see a sign for Joe Jen Spa. Now, if you can't make it all the way to Pete's, be sure to stop in there. Hey, Todd, I, I've got to take this. i got to call on my burner. They may not fix your flat at Joe Jen's, but you're going to feel like they did. <laughs> yeah, I've got a gift card that's got $40 left on it. I have been in almost a year on account of my cholesterol being what it is. <laughs> when you get there, ask for Lou. <laughs> Tell her you'll pass on the table, sir, but you still wanted to take a look at your undercarriage. <laughs> hey, gang, looks like this might take a while. Uh, let's circle back and reload for tomorrow. We just landed. Okay, <laughs> thanks. Oh, he's, he's, he's right here, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got another. This is another one with the AI, artificial intelligence version of uh, my voice. See if this one sounds better. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Let's go around the room. I see Chick McGee at the sports desk, Ace Cosby at Master Control. Over at the news desk is Christy Lee. Josh Arnold is here along with my son, Willie Griswold. Let's not forget Pat Godwin in the performance studio. Coming up on the Bob and Tom show, we've got a story about a lady who dropped a deuce on her boss's desk after she won several million in the lottery. Sounds like you. That was you. It's very close. Very, very close. The start of it sounds like you, and then the end of the sentence doesn't. It's weird weird hearing your breathing. In between, you can yeah. hear breath. Yeah, you know, that, that's all the, the computer. So again, that's not, so I didn't weird. say any of that. That was all a typed script. This is all terrible. <laughs> There's going to be so many more jobs out there now, like technology jobs, to basically show that these are fake audio or like the deep fakes. You know, what oh I mean? sure, like in court, like no, this has been this is AI. This is not what he really. Have you said. heard the uh, the one of me? No, it's pretty close. Here, let me play it here. Um, <laughs> all right, uh huh. Alsman, I want to have sex with you. Come on. 
do it with me. <laughs> that does sound like you. Just uh, do it. That is Josh doing it. The hell's wrong with you? Forget about your boyfriend and have sex with me. <laughs> Isn't that close? That's really it's close. So close. So and, and actionable. No, it's oh, a no, robot. That was, that was a robot. No, it's a robot. <laughs> But uh, it, there will be, I think, a lot of these in a few years doing traffic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I am not in a helicopter. In fact, I don't live in your country. This is the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Live no, in it'll seriously. It'll be it'll be some guy doing a TypeScript in New Delhi. Here <laughs> <Yeah>. is <laughs> <laughs> Chicago traffic. Uh, yeah, scary stuff. They can also do it. They can also do it visually. That's the other thing that's scary. But I mean, you'll be able to. They'll be able to have whatever Humphrey Bogart do the narration of a documentary, as I said yesterday, yeah. pretty soon. So yeah, we'll see. So yeah. But I, they'll they'll be licensing issues, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. As, heard, as you can see here, the water's been poisoned. Uh, Edward G. Robinson. <laughs> there are contracts now. I heard that some actors and actresses will do um, that. They basically want to be de-aged like five or ten years when they do movies. So huh. it's like in their contract, like whatever we do, you basically have to like. You know, uh, how about we not me. spend the money on that and we'll hire it's a younger. Way to, I could not way, believe it. Way wow. to price yourselves out of roles. Look ladies. at that. Clint Eastwood only looks 76. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> the kid up there. One can only imagine what they're going to do in porn. <laughs> Why do they call him Two Foot Johnny? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that would just be funny. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be able to do it all. Well, thank you very much. Isn't that weird, though, that. Kenny Tarmac, to go back one topic, Kenny Tarmac encountered Floyd. That was amazing. What are the odds? Like a Marvel movie in here. Yes. Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Bob and Tom Universe. Josh, we had an interesting news story a couple days ago about uh, people with pets and how they talk to their pets, and we all do. Um, Chick, how do you talk to your pets? Here's your baby. baby. Mm-hmm. Get big, that. Big what are you doing? Why did you do that? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? And do you have... Are Go both lay down. Your, are both your dogs lady dogs? Yes. Because right now, I've got uh, both. You got a boy and a girl? Uh, and a, a well, couple, actually. A couple uh, girls. And I forget. I, I thought you were going to say... <laughs> they're, they're a couple. <laughs> I, 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 will, I will forget, and I'll... Because I, when I talk to the dogs, I talk for them. And I'll go, that's such a good girl. And then Mr. Fletcher will look at me and he'll go, I'm a boy dog. So sorry. Uh, but uh, the... the <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I'm following. Well, the, the article was about how dog and cat owners talk to their pets. And um, apparently, the, according to this survey, 36% of their conversations with other human beings are about their pets. And there was an, another interesting stat here. The number of people who would get tattoos... Um, that reference their pet, including their pet's name. They would get a tattoo of their pet's name. Uh, 16% of those in the survey said they had their pet's name as a tattoo. Huh. Now, uh, Austin has taken the time and trouble to write, saying, I look forward to Josh's new tattoo. Uh, you're, the name of your cat is what? Gravy. <laughs> the new Josh tattoo I recommend, says Austin, I love gravy. Oh, P.S. You're welcome, Tom. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Now, were you not chasing after gravy 
just a couple weeks ago? I was. She was outside somewhere. Got out in a rainy morning. and It's dark out there. You're running around dark. the neighborhood. What are you shouting out? I had uh, the, the <laughs> gift, the wonderful gift that Ace got us. It was the winter hat with a light on <laughs> the front. And I was yelling, gravy, gravy, as I walked up and down the sidewalk. <laughs> and... and Gee, go to Bob Evans. <laughs> Shut up. I wish some guy would have yelled ranch and you guys could have played the fat guy version of Marco Polo. Gravy. <laughs> ranch. <laughs> uh, we return to the sports test. Stupid world record. Well, this is a terrifying story. Why did you give me this? Mm. A man in Italy holds the Guinness World Record for the most bigamous marriages. Oh, my. All right. According to the record authority... Giovanni Violito married 104 or 100 or 105 women between 1949 and 1981 without ever getting divorced. Cool. I love a woman. Well, Shit. Uh, you were once uh, in many marriages, weren't you? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was bigamy. <laughs> <laughs> bigamy. I think it was big of all of us. That's what I think. None of his wives knew about each other. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. I think if you're going to do it, and the yeah. women barely even knew their husband. His scheme involved telling the women that he lived far away and would ask them to pack up all their belongings to join him. I go now. Once they packed, Violito drove away. With their possessions in a moving truck, never to be seen again. I'll see you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he then sold the items at flea markets. Oh, man. Where guy. he also scouted potential new victims. Ooh. This is a, a world record? This is a movie. This is a miniseries. Netflix, hello. Mm -hmm. He was caught in 1981 and in 1983. Violito was sentenced to 34 years in prison for fraud and bigamy. I think it's big of all of it. Yeah, uh, Vigilito passed away in 1991. Oh, man, I bet he was relieved. <laughs> <laughs> he still holds the record for the most bigamous marriages. He married women across 27 U.S. different, uh, different U.S. states and 14 countries using a different fake identity each time. I've always, can I tell you something? Mm. I've always wanted a fake identity, a passport. You know when they go to the where the hero's got to leave and he goes unlocks the safe and there's like six passports and yes whatever. he grabs it all puts it in the go bag and I've always you want to be the saint I wanted to do that hmm. yes yes I do I mean you've had three names uh yeah I guess in the abstract technically two legal but yeah three names. there's anyway. a real name Mick Titsley and then there's <laughs> that was problematic you know but that was uh, uh, social mores uh, for whatever reason. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Titsley. All right. <laughs> Coming up next hour here on the Bob and Tom Show, comedian Jimmy Pardo and news we failed to mention. But next, a segment with comedian Bobcat Goldthwait here on a Friday at the Bob and Tom Show. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. 
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. This is the Bob and Tom Show for a Friday morning. Welcome back. This is Christopher speaking from the Bob and Tom Studios. How about a segment here with comedian Bobcat Goldthwait? We are uh, hoping to hook up at some point with Bobcat Goldthwait, comedian. I think that's happening as we speak. I'll look at the big screen. Uh, Mr. Bobcat is uh, elsewhere, but there, there he is. There, there he is. is. <laughs> oh, he's got a much, much bigger beard than last time. Um, hey, Bobcat. <laughs> How are you, sir? Uh, yeah, I got. Uh, I look like uh, Randy Quaid. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bobcat. Randy is, Quaid or Yukon Cornelius? I'm not sure which one. Uh, I haven't talked to you for a while, Bobcat. Everything okay? You doing well? Uh, yeah, fairly. You know, uh, a few weeks ago, I got a a, a, a new shoulder. I got a uh, shoulder replacement. Mm. Um, which uh, did did you know they give you the option of cadaver? Or uh, an artificial shoulder, and I'm like, I'll go with the artificial shoulder. I don't want, you know, yeah. I don't want a shoulder that's suddenly Zig Highland. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I want to know where my shoulder was January 6th. <laughs> <laughs> Muscle memory. Uh, Muscle memory. Uh, <laughs> uh, which which arm is it? May I ask? It's actually the one I just didn't raise. It's yeah, on the left. I but I'm fine. You know. Yeah. I think it's uh, just from uh, masturbation. No, I think it was from. Uh, it's actually like I. I think it's great. I had a sports kind of related uh, shoulder, uh, which is hilarious because I I I I've never played a sport in my life. <laughs> well, don't you go out there and chop wood now? Or the I, do, the road? I do. I do. Yeah. I do. I do chop a lot of wood. That's not a euphemism for anything. And. Um, and I, I, I'm, I'm hoping to get back to it. That's, uh, that's mm. my big, that's my big plan. But you know, I've, I've had a lot of medical stuff. I don't know if we, yeah, I think we talked about it. when, when Dana and I were in that car accident. Dana Gould, um, I had four broken ribs. I was unconscious, and, and I had a concussion. And when uh, I, you know, my legal name obviously is not Bobcat, it's Robert. I've been Robert. Uh, I, I, last time I was Robert, I think I was about 12 because I've been Bobcat all my life. And uh, I wake up in the hospital. And uh, so I didn't register myself. So my friends gave my license over to the to the uh, 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 when that got admitted. But um Oh, by the way, when I woke up, I, I was on morphine, and I've been sober for decades, so that was a free lapse. That was pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have to get new chips or anything. Very this is nice. great. <laughs> yeah, and the, the doctor's looking at me, and he's like, uh, he doesn't know that I'm in show business or anything, and he's like... Uh, uh, do you know where you do you know where you are? And I didn't. I was in Georgia. I was like, no. And he goes, do you know do you know uh, what year it is? And uh, uh, no. And I see him get nervous and he brings out the big guns and he goes, OK, what's your name? And I'm like, Bobcat. And he's like, hmm. <laughs> 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 You're Robert. And I go, Bobcat. He's like, you're Robert. And he holds it up so I can read oh. it. And I'm like, and I'm having this existential crisis. I'm like, 
Robert? Who's Robert? Was it all a dream? What? When I go to get the MRI, which is a form of torture in that tube, and it's like, yeah, and the and the young guy is like, the technician is like, you know, some people they freak out, so just try to stay calm, don't take deep breaths, and he's giving me the whole speech, and then as he's loading me into the MRI in the tube, he goes. Are you Bobcat Goldthwait? And I'm like, that's what I've been trying to tell him. <laughs> he goes, I do an impression of you. And I'm like, is this guy going to do an impression of me when I get out? And sure enough, when they check on me, I come out and he's like. <laughs> that's great. It was like the Tourette's Pygmalion. <laughs> Our guest is uh, comedian Bobcat Goldthwait and um, uh, Mr. Bobcat on the road. And uh, yeah. are you doing an extensive tour? Are you going to be out a lot this summer? I go out a uh, I go out a fair amount. You know, I I'll be I'll, and I uh, I got a new album coming out called uh, uh, it's it's my it's my first communion photo is the it's cover. Gorgeous, <laughs> soldier for Christ. Look how cute! Look um, how cute he is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, uh, and then uh, I'm working on a uh, a new movie right now. With uh, I, it's not a secret, I guess. Um, I I found I can't really say how I found it, but I have a long lost Ed Wood movie that's in. It's not finished, and um, and so Dana Gould and myself we we're, we're hiring new actors, and I'm finishing this Ed Wood film. Cool. <laughs> so it, it really is cool. a genuine Ed Wood, Ed Wood film. That oh you're... yeah. Yeah, it's a movie uh, called Operation Red Light where Ed plays a madam in a brothel in <laughs> Vietnam. Oh, so whoa, it's a it's a tale as old as time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for those of, for those that are not familiar with Ed Wood, um, Ed Wood's film was voted the worst movie ever made. Is that uh, I believe Plan Nine from Outer Plan Space, Nine was, from Outer Space. Was, was on one of yeah. those lists. Yeah, but it's but it's not. Or, yeah, it's this, not. Because this one's not finished. No, um, no, it's. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Ed Wood was a terrible filmmaker. I mean, he, you know, he, he was passionate. His movies are never boring. Um, you know, and so I have a, I have a kinder. You know, I have a, I feel a strong bond with Ed. You know, like I make movies that no one's asking for either. <laughs> and I make them, I make them with my friends, and um, and I and you can't stop me. I'm going to keep making them. So I do feel like Ed, uh, uh, with a, a smidge less cross dressing. <laughs> We're speaking with Bobcat Goldthwait. Recently, uh, he had his shoulder replaced. Are you going to be able to yeah. stand up for your stand up, or do you have to sit down? Yeah, I already I already did a show last weekend, and uh, uh, you know it's uh, yeah you know I, I don't know I, am I eventually just going to be a disembodied head in a box <laughs> like a Beckett play? I mean, <laughs> stand up. It's like <laughs> I don't you know getting older. Uh, I think the thing that's worse is uh, 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 AARP magazine. You oh. know, it still found me. You know, I moved to the Midwest, and the subscription that I now Never subscribed to. I was yelling at the magazine the other day. I go, I never ordered you. And, <laughs> and she's like, Why are you yelling at a magazine? I go, I'm not retired. I don't quote. And I'm like, Hey, look, there's the article on the Ramones. <laughs> <laughs> 
That made me so sad. There, I am their demographic. Yeah. There's an, and I go, maybe we do need a bathtub with a door in the side. All you know, oh, those are handy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, are you doing physical therapy? I'm worried about your shoulder because uh, one of my sons is currently getting oh, And I, I had it done, Bobcat, and it was the most painful thing I've ever been through. Yeah, they say the Yeah, it is. Yeah. It really is. And I've had a lot of things, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, was, I was in hot to trot, you know. <laughs> um, so, so I know pain. No, uh, it it truly was uh I, and 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 you think it's really painful but it, it eventually got better right chick oh yeah it eventually gets better but then it goes falls off again i didn't do the physical therapy so you've got to do the physical therapy yeah. well do it. Yeah. i was going to do the physical therapy until the lady said hey you're chick mcgee aren't you? i go yeah she goes can you come here saturday and welcome new clients and I oh. said, no, I'm going to go get my physical therapy from somewhere else, is what I said. And then you never did. And I, Welcome to the clients. Like you were going to be like a, uh-huh. a, a clown at a car wash? I think so. Come on in. Put me in a dunk tank. And, uh, uh, Bobcat uh, uh, Goldthwait is our guest, a guy who's been doing comedy since he was uh, in high school, pretty much, and uh, yeah. made a bunch of you know, movies. You know that's something that's on the new album. I, I, uh, 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 an actual uh, 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 a personality. When I grew up in Syracuse, New York, uh, Dave Fresina used to play local music, and uh, he gave me um, songs that Tom Kenny, folks know him as SpongeBob. But we were in high school doing stand-up comedy, and there's songs that Tommy and I. Uh, wrote and sang and they're, they're on the album uh too so there's oh, teenage wow. version wow singing these it is, songs. I, yeah pre- is it out yet or just about to come out i didn't quite understand it's about to come out it's uh, april 26 and it's on uh pretty good friends is the name of the label but it's from sub pop and eugene merman owns the record company so oh, cool. hmm. oh sub pop famous years ago yeah for all kinds of cool releases. They're the, yeah, they're the, uh, you know, they, I'm sure they cringe at the word grunge, but that was, the, you know, they they broke a lot of it. You know, it's funny. I, I Speaking of that, I uh, doesn't help uh, you. Uh, I can't even find it. But uh, I found a picture of me and Nirvana, and we're all uh, in maternity. Like, we're all <laughs> in, in drag. And um, <laughs> I think I'm going to put that on my social media <laughs> because... People are so mad at drag right now. Oh, yeah. What was the occasion? Just hanging out. No, um, <laughs> it was a Tuesday. And, it was it was for the it was for the record uh, uh, in utero, and uh, we were. I was teaching a birthing class, and they. This is back when you would they would do a commercial for vinyl albums. Think about that, mm. and uh, and so we're all dressed up as women. Mm. Um, I. Uh, they look fine. I look. <laughs> I look. I should. I look like I should be trying to swim out of the bottom of the Poseidon Adventure. Uh, but, uh, little, it's a Shelly Winters. We have a great segment coming up next with comedian Jimmy Pardo. Plus, Jeff Oske is in with news we failed to mention. All coming up here on the Bob and Tom Show. They say that a dog is a man's best friend For better or for worse all the way to the end But you can't just go out and marry your dog 
<laughs> because among other things, it's against the law. <laughs> but I think I've found a way to find the best of both worlds. All you gotta do is find a dog type girl. <laughs> I'm gonna find me a dog type girl. I'm looking for a dog type girl. Dog type girls are the finest in the land. You give them little treats and they obey your command. <laughs> they always cheer you up when your day's going crummy. And they shake their little leg when you scratch them on the tummy. <laughs> they travel in and out through the doggy girl door. So they never have to poop on the living room floor. I'm looking for a dog type girl. Dog type girl. He's looking for a dog type girl. Dog type girls make the perfect wife. Faithful and true for the rest of your life. Listen to me good, cause it's plain to see that a dog type girl is the girl for me. <laughs> They know not to bark and they know not to beg. <laughs> and when you come home from work, they will hump your leg. They always let you play with their big floppy ears. And they can only get pregnant two times a year. <laughs> but you better not cheat, cause I'm gonna tell you what. They can tell where you've been just by sniffing on your butt. <laughs> I'm gonna find me a dog type girl, dog type girl, dog type girl. He's, He's gonna, gonna find him a dog type girl. All right. <laughs> you can make him roll over, you can make him play dead, you can make him go to sleep in the doggy girl bed. Listen to me good, cause you know it's true that the dog type girl is a girl for you. <laughs> So if you listen to the song, then you know where I stand. Dog-type girls are the finest in the land. And for the ladies out there, if you don't understand, then you could always find yourself a dog-type man. <laughs> More of the Bob and Tom Show now for a Friday morning. This is Christopher speaking. Jimmy Pardo's in studio in this segment, plus Jeff Oske stops in with... News we failed to mention. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jimmy Pardo That's, is here. Hello. We're getting fan mail. Why wouldn't we? For uh, Jimmy? All right. Okay. Jason says, Jimmy Pardo is my favorite comedian ever. Thank you, Jason. I saw him a decade ago and got him to sign a copy of his Pompous Clown album. <laughs> I've listened to his podcast every episode since episode 10. Thank you. Uh, uh, Everywhere uh, he shows up have more, is always it? a lovely time. Aww. Thank you. What a nice letter. I was expecting the turn to come at some point during that letter, but uh, nothing but positive. I could make up some stuff. This is I, young Jason? Yes, this is, uh, this is from uh, Jason. Thank yes. you, Jason. Uh, Jason gets it. <laughs> he does. He gets in a way that others just haven't. He yes, uh, uh, Mr. Pardo is back on the road doing a handful of shows. Handful. And... and um, uh, he's uh, spent much of the last uh, week, I imagine, uh, listening to old tapes. Remember what the hell you used to Oh, do? i got to remember the old act, right? Brush it off. This uh, Boy, this Bush is doing some stuff in the office, huh? Yeah. 
Yeah, I dust it off. Uh, this Gulf <laughs> War is getting tough. Yeah. <laughs> that Dean Rusk. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, yeah you hear about what? the Cheney shot a guy in the face. Come on, folks. Come on. <laughs> Wait, open a newspaper. German kid Kissinger somebody? What the hell? <laughs> yeah, we thought, uh, again, a little bit of uh, uh, comedy schooling would be in order. Okay. We recognize the fact that uh, not every effort we make at a joke works on this show. Sure. If you do. We got a lot of time to it, fill. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. So, uh, uh, Therefore, we, uh, we sometimes... Uh, Ask a staff member, Jeff Oskey, to uh, help us by doing news that we failed to mention. There he is right there, Mr. Jeff Oskey in the big screen. Hey, Jeff. Hi, everybody. Hello, Hi, Miss, Hi, Mr. Pardo. Hello, Jeff. Now, nice I, to see you again, young man. I yes, believe Jeff Oskey is responsible for one of my favorite Jimmy Pardo recorded moments, which oh. is one where you're... Yeah, you're making fun of Jeff Hoske for like the first five minutes. Is it Sparaza? What do you call? How do you call? Uh, Sprechatura. Yeah, yeah. And he's uh, he was emceeing, and you referred to him as you're uh, doing your comedy act there about how his beard grows. Yes, I believe yes. I did uh, ins- insult him for uh, for laughs and and hurtfulness. Yes, <laughs> um, Jeff, I apologize to you publicly for. Oh, it. I enjoyed that meal. It was so worth it. Saying I looked like the Gordon's fisherman and that I had a piece of cod hanging out of my <laughs> yes. beard the entire time. <laughs> Well, then you would have thought maybe you trim that thing. Maybe that, maybe, maybe you take the uh, the hints. No, no. But all you guys, you like these weird beards now. This is the thing, right? Uh, I'm Beard, just lazy, yeah. man. Yeah, you look good in this suit and tie, though. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, hey, I know you don't know what I do here, but uh, I, we give you a lot of the news each week, Jimmy. But we don't give our listeners all the news. So I come on every Friday. I give our listeners the news that we failed to mention. Now here's Jeff Oskey with what you failed to mention news. Pew, 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 pew. I'm sure you saw in the news this week, Aaron Rodgers is going on a darkness retreat this week. Aaron will be in total darkness for four days and nights without any electronics or even his cell phone. Hmm. Well, you failed to mention, that's not a darkness retreat, Aaron. It's called being broke. (laughs) I was on a darkness retreat for most of my 20s, if that's the case. India has trained drug-sniffing squirrels to assist them in customs. What you failed to mention, so far they haven't found any drugs, but they have located 970 bags of airline peanuts. (laughs) (laughs) This is going well. Yes. Yeah. A 1908 Harley-Davidson sold at auction for $935,000 last week. What you failed to mention, the owner's, if you can read this, the chick fell off t-shirt went for just over 35 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) We're cutting that joke up. A bird pooped on a bride while she was reciting her wedding vows. What you failed to mention, it was an indoor wedding. Oh, Oh, boy. Oh, boy. A new study says that people can tell if they'll like a song within the first few seconds of hearing it. What you failed to mention, that's nothing. I can tell if I'll like a person the second I lay eyes on them, and I don't have to even hear one peep that's came out of their stupid faces. (laughs) (laughs) Men's members are 25% larger than 30 years ago, according to a new study. Uh, What you failed to mention, what's your sample size? I... uh, like, uh, we surveyed 500 men. Uh, what if the lady doing the measuring was a real Ugamug? Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> Back in the day. See, they're not erect. You see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they shrinkage the, the ugly face. Oh, a new study using mice says that ac- exercising in the morning actually helps burn more calories. What you failed to mention, yes, but only if your morning workout consists of running on a wheel. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they're testing the mice. The gerbil, you see. Right, right. Hamster. This is going well in front of my comedy hero. (laughs) 
Uh, a new survey says that spontaneous sex among couples is just as fun and satisfying as pre-scheduled sex activity. What you failed to mention, I don't know about spontaneous sex, but I do know afterwards I enjoy a spontaneous sandwich, especially if she jumps up and makes it for me. <laughs> Fellas, if your lady gets up afterwards and makes you a sandwich, you know you did a good job. If she jumps up and collapses to the floor because her legs gave out, you know you did an amazing job. <laughs> And finally, actors at one of those medieval act-out restaurants in Los Angeles have gone on strike demanding higher wages, what you failed to mention. The actors uh, are asking, uh, if you ask me, the actors are being quite greedy. I hear they're they're not asking, but demanding that their pay go up to three whole chickens and two bag of flour a month. (laughs) I'm Jeff Oske, and this has been the news that we need to mention news. Jeff Oske. All right. You know, can I just say this about Jeff? Jeff was uh, my opening act for a little while. And then, like uh, other comedians, uh, they get so strong, it's time for them to move on and headline. Sure. And Jeff made that uh, that transition. And I very much enjoyed my time when he was my opening act. So Thank that you very is- much. Very Mr. Nice. Jimmy Pardo yeah. is here in the studio with us. Positive energy. You could have put that in a nice card. <laughs> and... Uh- <laughs> I- don't you think over the air is nicer so everybody gets to hear it? A nice card. He reads it and goes, oh, that's great. Uh, how, how long have you been hosting Never Not Funny now? Never Not Funny is uh, starting at, uh, since 2006. So what are we at? 17 years? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I am forever grateful that my co-host Matt Belknap came to me and said, do you want to start a podcast? And I was like, well, I know Ricky Gervais has one. What else does that mean? And then here we are, 17 years later, okay. and, and I am, uh, as I say, every day I'm grateful for it. And uh, you do a charity event. We do podcast a thon every now and then, yes. Uh, when, and when you do it, it's a terrific charity. Do you mind giving me the real quick? Uh, sure. We uh, raise money for Smile Train, which is a great organization that goes to third world countries and uh, uh, performs uh, uh, surgery, surgery repairing for, for cleft palates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's boy, it's been a long time since we've done this, so I forgot the uh, It's a great exactly. organization, but you've, you've, you've stepped up many times and done that. I'm sure you'll be doing one in the future. So. I, we're hoping to do one you know the pandemic got in the way of, of sure. doing that we did one online which was fine but uh, uh hopefully we'll get to another live one this year and we've raised uh, over a million and a half dollars for them oh that's uh, great and, and, that is so great i'm very very grateful that friends like conan o'brien and john ham and sarah silverman and uh john crier people like that will stop by no uh, reason to humble brag but it's still um, <laughs> I, uh, it's funny i was just gonna ask for you charity i was gonna ask you about uh, uh john ham who's a terrific actor yes uh, and and have you seen the um the Oscar, uh, uh, sorry, it's not a commercial, but it's like a promotional announcement Promo. for the Oscars. I've not. Um, it's got it's With Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel, and it's what they 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 they're sort of doing a knockoff scene from the huge. John Hamm was uh, one of the uh, from Maverick featured af- mm-hmm. a- actors in the in the Top Gun Maverick show. Sure, and he's back in that role. It's a if you go- Google it, it's a really cool promotional announcement for the Oscars mm-hmm. with Kimmel. And John Hamm is so funny, so good in that. He's wonderful. And you know what I? Uh, and, and you knew I was the I brought it up. You knew him from playing poker way before I knew he was him, famous. Yeah, Pre Mad Men, he was. Hand, we had two Johns. We had Tall John and Handsome John uh, that played poker. And then uh, Tall John now writes for uh, producer on Bob's Burger. Oh yeah. And uh, and then John Hamm, of course, we all know John Hamm. So. Uh, yeah, and I've got a podcast. So it's all going great. <laughs> That's another way to look at it. Yeah. It's all going great. <laughs> you know who's great? Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel is. I, I never thought I'd say this at a time where you know, he used to bounce on a trampoline with girls in bikinis. I think he's the best host on television. 
Oh, and really? I, good, good. I think he's great. I think he's great when he hosts the Oscars, and uh, I hope he's listening to this. And hears <laughs> now, He used to open for me. We don't get to watch good. a lot of late-night TV. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can record it and then watch it at your leisure. No, thanks. Take your VCR. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> Hard pass on that, my man. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah, for yeah, me. The, uh, the Oscar promo, and there's a special guest appearance in it. It's, it's really funny. All right. Very well done. Um, now, well, for the record, I wanted to play this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, here we go. <laughs> That's Jimmy Durante, and it's kind of... Is he doing a... Chuck? What? what? I know, no, none this, of that was the crowd noise? No. I don't think he pressed the right button. <laughs> oh, I hear it. Is he doing hot cha-cha-cha? Oh, my God. It, it sounds like he's scratching his ass. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. I'm playing with a wrench. It sounds like somebody rubbing Velcro <laughs> Racket together. wrench? Is this your way of proving you were right? Is that, <laughs> is that what's happening? No, I was wrong. I, I was, You're admitting. Uh, yeah, I... I uh, Christy's the one that thinks he, it's hot cha cha cha. Yeah, that's it's how I always heard it. Hot cha cha cha. That's four. Okay, okay. Is four? Sorry, four. We can uh, talk this to death. I'm sorry. Um, and then I've got this up here. I'm not sure what this is for, but let's give this a listen. I hate Jimmy Pardo. Uh, F you, yeah. Jimmy Pardo. You're behind Carrot Top. <laughs> that's that? Kevin Cronin from Kevin REO. Cronin, yeah. We oh. asked him to do that. Uh, yeah, it's fun. I. I'm not upset. No, great. He's become a friend. Very and, grateful. And he is from the same town you're from, right? We are both from hometown Illinois, which is a, a, a little suburb south of Chicago. It is one mile by one mile, completely surrounded by a guardrail. It's basically a trailer park, but with houses. Oh. Mm. And you were, I remember what uh, Kevin said. Kevin said this to me. Yes. Thank you, Chick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I finally had the chance to meet Kevin many, many years later at the Thousand Oaks uh, Civic uh, Center. And... Uh, no, but hometown's only like 3,000 people. It's really small. And I grew up, he grew up on Costner. I grew up on Corcoran. And I finally had the chance to say uh, hello to him. I said, Kevin, this is, you're never going to believe this, uh, but we both grew up in hometown. He went, is that right? And walked away. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Uh, that's a common touch. Yeah. Kevin Cronin has it. Okay. Kevin Cronin from Ario, very nice guy. He is yes. he maybe the nicest guy in, in rock and roll. He really is a good person, and uh, uh, I was able to share that story with him. And luckily, he laughed at it and made fun of himself. And <laughs> I didn't just go, "No, I was right." To scram. So, uh, last, right. He has the greatest uh, on uh, 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 live is what you play for. What the hell's the name of that live album, Ace? Uh, you get, get what, what you, you play. Get what you play for. Uh, where they do Golden Country. And then he ends it by going, uh, thank you, good night. Y'all have a happy Halloween now, here. <laughs> part, part of that was recorded in this city. And Chick does a very good Kevin Cronin. Oh, let me hear it. I do not. What do I do? Gavin plays with his guitar. <laughs> there you go. Myself, I sang. <laughs> I love that. I just love it. What, what rock and roller tells you to enjoy your Halloween? <laughs> That's great. Like, like a kindergarten teacher going, have a great Halloween. See you Monday. <laughs> rock and roll. Y'all have a happy Halloween. Now be safe out there, right? Check the candy for raises. <laughs> if you're walking in the dark, wear white. Wear white. Here we go. Here, this is a little bit of that. Oh, no. You see, Gary, he plays the guitar, myself, I sing, you see. So sometimes there's a little gap in between them. Uh-huh. Let me God, give you an example. Crazy. Let me give you an example. Just the other day. When was it? Remember it well. It was when? just the other day. Thank you. Just the other day, I swear to God, it was just the other day. I called Gary up on the telephone, you see, and he picked up the phone, he said... There you go. A little oh, bit of talking guitar. Yeah, that's great. Gary Richrath. 
Seventy. That's, that have been seventy six. I have not heard that album. That's, gonna... that's before oh, yeah. they had their monster hit album, the multi platinum. I heard it from a friend. Yeah. I ain't fidelity. I ain't fidelity. I ain't fidelity. Yeah. I'll have to listen to that live. Oh, it's great. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is cool. great. Gary Urtrath is, uh, to me, one of the most underrated guitarists of all time. And uh, um, they're still out. They're still out. Gary sadly is gone. He but is. Uh, the band is still out there. And they're great. Dave Amato on guitar now. Mm-hmm. Terrific. Yeah. Uh, now, we have uh, Jimmy Pardo in the studio with us. Back on stage, Cincinnati. Does, uh, Go Bananas tonight. Does David Motto have any uh, words to live by? <laughs> uh, yeah, he goes, He's got the mottos. I see. I went the other way. Something in something in Latin. I chose the unhelpful direction to go. You know, like E Pluribus Unum. Yeah, I failed. I failed. Okay, I don't know Latin. They're not all home runs. We get it. I learned earlier. Sometimes some hit, some don't. Yeah. Where's Hoskey to save me? <laughs> <laughs> we, never, we teased this story a few days ago, but never did finish it. Um, this is kind of cool. There is an owl oh, I have that. on the loose in oh. Central Park. An owl. Uh, it, oh. We've had we've had probably five or six stories uh, about zoos losing critters in the last two weeks. Okay, um, there was a. Was You'd a think m- that would monkeys be were stolen in and, the uh, mission statement for the zoo. Uh, number one, lock them down. Lock them down. <laughs> I don't think it's always the we zoo's gotta, problem. Oh, what do you think? You think it's the owl's problem? <laughs> no, I think there are people that go in and they wander in and let them out. Vandals. <laughs> Vandals. Can That's we it. steal rare animals and resell them and make money? Too? Oh, sure. Yeah, there's Heck quite a yeah. bunch. I think that. it's usually some someone who's mentally deranged that thinks. Okay, these you got animals, me. What else do you need? Animals <laughs> need to be free and. Not realizing, well, if you let the lion out, it's not going to fare well. Yeah. Uh, but uh, New York Central Park Zoo says an escaped owl has been spotted hunting for his own food. The zoo said the owl named Flacco went missing after his exhibit was vandalized. I call him Joe. February 2nd. <laughs> Joe Flacco. Flacco, Flacco. He's a great PI. Since Private then, staff have been monitoring the owl closely and have recently observed him, quote, successfully hunting, catching, and consuming prey. Sure. Flacco's flight skills have also improved as he gains the ability to confidently maneuver around the park. The zoo had been trying to lure Flacco back with food, but now that he has learned to hunt for himself, the zoo said they will need to devise new strategies to get him back. Why wouldn't they just leave him yeah, in, can't, isn't this, in the park? You know, it's proving hey, that he's okay. Yeah. I, uh, I used to be real hesitant about flying, but now I'm more c- comfortable. <laughs> I hit my head a lot when I practice. So what's probably going to happen? Owl. Is pretty soon he's going to be diving down to those gelato and sausage carts and getting into someone's hair. Oh, I love going to the zoo and getting a nice gelato, gelato and sausage. And sausage. <laughs> boy, if there's anybody who can relate to people, it's Tom Griswold. You ever had a New York City street gelato? kid, you put on your tux and go to the zoo and get your gelato and your sausage. No, I mean in the streets of New York. You know, the driver would let you out there. Willie said that age-old yeah. combo. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up next on the Bob and Tom Show, we find out about a poor Hub blocker in Utah. That is next. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show here for a Friday morning. This is Christopher speaking. Some good stuff coming up on the show in just a little bit. It's Josh Day plus songs about states all on the way in just a little bit. There's a Pornhub blocker in Utah. Let's find out what that's Christy all Lee is at the Bob and Tom yep. News Desk. What have we missed? Uh, Pornhub and other adult websites have blocked access to users in Utah. Why? Just as the state's new age verification law takes effect. 
CNN reports those visiting Pornhub and other adult sites now see a message expressing opposition to State Bill 287, which creates liability for porn sites that make their content available to people below the age of 18. Meanwhile, Google Trends revealed that Utah's search for methods to bypass the blockage have skyrocketed. (laughs) Pornhub's block on Utah users has been dubbed the booby blockade. Hmm. So Utah's saying, hey, look, you're going to be liable if legally. That's what they're saying? Yep. And that that has gone into effect? Yep. And so Pornhub said, well, we're out? Yep. Okay. Pretty much. Wow. I don't know how they're going to get around this. I mean, I... Legally, they're doing the Pornhub's doing the right thing. How do you, you know? How do you, how can you prove you're of age? Once upon a time, before gambling was pre- as prevalent as it was, I think a buddy of mine lived in Virginia, and he had to go to the like uh, Washington D.C. border or oh, that's still a thing, something like that. And he the phone knew where he was, and he could bet if he drove to this truck no, that's stop. That's still a thing. In and my then language. he drives home. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the question is, how would you prove your? How are they? Are they going to come up with some way to prove your age on the internet? Yeah, they they will. Well, I mean, now can you barcode your driver's license? Right? Didn't isn't that what you used to have to do to get verified? Wouldn't you like if you wanted to be? You verif- had to send your passport or your uh, driver's license in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So people are already doing it just to get a blue check mark. Well, now they're also paying for it, but not uh, me. <laughs> thank good. Hey, Don't you feel bad for the? You know, kid kind of emerging, and you know, now he's got to go back to the Sears catalog. Or whatever, no, you know, the, where are you going to get a catalog? Yeah, yeah you had to do it like I had to do it. Uh, really? Yeah. If you liked, to, if you thought a girl was hot, you had to wait all year for the yearbook to come out, <laughs> and then you had to hope that the picture was good. Nothing worse than if she was sick on picture day. You're like, oh, all it is is a gray square that says photo not available. I can't beat off to this. Uh, apparently, I guess in prison. <laughs> In prison, if you're a really good artist. Oh, you're popular? Yeah, you can. That's a way to get keep protection because you hey. can provide, a, you know. You got any yeah. Katie Carrick? <laughs> I hope our Katie listeners Carrick. are wise enough to realize that Tom is giving you advice on being to prison. He has no idea. No idea. What he's well, doing. I bet he's. No, no this, Dr. This, June Reinish. Dr. June Reinish, uh, told sex him that. expert, told probably us that. putting you on, I would Well, think. I'm sure that happened in the. 40s <laughs> i can you how do you access porn in prison now? oh, I'm oh they have they have uh well i'm have, sure you can you don't think inmates have cell phones or internet that's got to cut of down course on they the, do of course. They don't they'd be smart to have porn in prison wouldn't they yes yeah it's like hey what can we do to cut down on you know all what? the male let rape well how about we let them masturbate every now and again yeah, i can't wait to go get to prison i'm gonna have three squares a day my own cot my own phone you, you will be a hero you won't be there you don't they don't, they don't issue you an uh, iphone in prison so... well, they don't issue you one well, no you have to make arrangements you gotta yeah, know yeah, no gotta yeah they they keister them in well so no not anymore that that's, that's horse and buggy days. They've got like laundry. Tell you what, I, if you're going to keister this in, I'm going to go for the iPhone mini. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want the whatever you've got, 14. Chick, the GoPro Max. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch uh, a show called Chick in Jail. Chick in Jail. Hey, McGee, your DoorDash is here. <laughs> Thanks, Leonard. <laughs> That's my you guard. enjoy that chicken sando, I guess. That's my guard. Hey, chicken guard case letter. of handkerchiefs to cry in just arrived. They still get magazines, I'm sure. They still make 
porn mags. They don't, they don't give you porn magazines in prison. Okay, uh, sure, surely they can be smuggled they in. They are smuggled in. I, wow, I hope they're like a, the size of the old TV guide, not the... They don't have to be keistered. <laughs> you want everything to be keistered. He wants a world of keistering. Yeah, yeah. The entire... I love that show. Prison... <laughs> That's on Saturday afternoons. It's syndicated. the booty hole. It's an antiques show. The world of keistering. I know it's television, but I, I just saw... a a show the other day, Blackbird. Anybody seen that? Mm, yeah. And he makes a living in prison by renting out porn mags out of his cell. Really? And that's based yeah. on this, a true this story. Is this in the United States? Yes. <laughs> it's one of those Mexican prisons that has a no. It's you know, here fountain, in the States. Easy. <laughs> mopeds, whores. You know. uh, hey, Pat. Yeah. Save me. How do you save me? Don't you have a porno tribute to Josh? Yeah. Oh. Remember when he had? Uh, he went to Spanky's. Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah. Is this what, when I had my parents deliver my yeah. porn for me? Now, Spanky's was your old, um, your old porno VHS. Porn. My old, uh, yeah, my old whack and ground, and uh, it was a <laughs> uh, porn Subtle. shop. Uh, yeah. Did they know you by name when you went? No, gosh, no. Did you pay with credit cards or cash? Uh, back then, probably cash. Yeah, I don't how think much, I had a credit card until I was in my twenties. Uh, it was uh, tw- here's what you got. For, for it was twelve dollars <laughs> for three, and when you rented three, you got one free. So I got four for twelve. Did they have like a coupon book, something really? No, no. So it was just that was just God, the you thing. Remember those? You had to go all of the block the video store and get videos and schlep them back, and then <laughs> you must good. Oh, you wait, and the don't new you have a memory? Already gone oh. was, by the time you got there, I was there. explaining to one of my little girls the yeah. other day she, how porn shops she, work. She, she was no, she no. was watching. Oh. She was watching Friends. Oh, and they were in a video store. She was having a oh. great. She was having a great time <laughs> that, watching. No, no, she was having a great time, probably having a little snack, watching Friends, <laughs> minding her own business. And here he comes. <laughs> in front of the television. In front of the TV. No, well, for, first, no, I put it know, on pause. You know, honey. Did she, uh, she, so you, did she ask about it or did you just no, pause and no, tell? No, no, no. I don't care There's what he no says. Way. She was minding her own business. He came over and ruined her viewing experience with, go ahead, what'd you say? It was it was Finn. I was just saying, they, they don't have those anymore. And it was so funny to see it because how long have they been gone? Ten a years. Time. Is that the one where Monica can't pay the late fee and Tom Selleck has to pay for it? And uh, It is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good episode. Yeah. Her yeah. and Richard get and back I, I had never seen, I've seen very few of those. I didn't realize Tom Selleck shaved off his mustache. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they make a joke. She's like, oh, yeah, you're, uh, you shaved your mustache. And he says something about like my lip got, my lip feels lonely or something. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> I, I like that episode. You really memorized that one. Yeah. I like, I like that one. I like that one. I love to look at Tom oh, Selleck's hairy God. chest. <laughs> Think about it. Uh, 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 Pat. Hey, Pat. And, and now we're back to prison. <laughs> and now down at the porn shop after the story about Tom's daughter. Here we go. Back in 97, way before Josh could stream. Right? Right. He'd have to go to Spanky's for a penthouse magazine. Down at the porn shop, he'd have to drive over <laughs> to a nasty rundown building off I 65. Help me out with this singing now, fellas. Down at the porn shop, the creepy clerk, he smiles. Down at the porn shop, 
Where's the big booty aisle? Down at the porn shop. His mom has many concerns. Down at the porn shop. When she makes his returns. <laughs> down, down at, at the, the porn, porn shop. Porn shop. Yeah, yeah. Looking around the place. Oh, Josh can't believe his eyes. Videos of butts and boobies. Every color. Every size. <laughs> Down at a home shop, way back in his youth, oh yeah, where he took his pants off in the video booth. <laughs> Ladies and gents, come on, let me hear you now. Down at the porn shop, oh it ain't so discreet. Down at the porn shop. You butchers beating the meat. Just Christy. Down at the porn <laughs> shop. Josh won't leave the house. Down at the porn shop. Doesn't need a hooker or spouse. Now down at the porn shop. Oh, porn, porn shop. shop. Yeah. Ah, the good old days. Wow. Yeah, that's um, interesting. Oh, I would not want to see the money stacked up in front of me that I... Right Wouldn't it be cool in one of those old Jimmy Cagney movies where they're on they're in prison? They've got the old fashioned striped prison suits on, and they're 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 scraping their cups against the the bar. <laughs> right. We want our porno. <laughs> we want our porno. That's how prison is he, right now. You know he's trying to be funny. I know. You know I can but tell you he how prison really is. thinks that's what prisons. Yeah. Are. Now, Pat, you've not been yeah, in prison. Been prison. Uh, Fourteen hours that in the county jail yeah. changes a man. It, it makes you hard. As it did your cellmate. (laughs) Coming up on the Bob and Tom Show next hour, it's Josh Day plus Ace's romance novel. But coming up next, Tom misses commonality and some pizza news. It's next on the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back. This is Christopher in the Bob and Tom Studios. This is the best of the Bob and Tom Show. Hope you're having a good Friday morning. Uh, the gang is back here in studio live on Monday morning, January the 8th. In this segment, Tom misses some commonality, plus some pizza news on a Friday. You really took the uh, the vinyl record and the, the the three networks and all of that going away. You You took it really hard, didn't you? You can't say, tonight it's the Josh Arnold Show on ABC, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central. I miss the commonality. Mm-hmm. A different world, yeah. I, are you sure? Yeah, I do. I missed it to a degree. I think it made you feel secure. I don't think it had anything to do with other people were watching it while you were watching it. Uh, no, I just I, don't you like you know stuff like the Super Bowl where kind of almost everybody's uh-huh. into it. And, well, well, now there's you know niche uh-huh. online communities. There's yes. Twitter Spaces. There's Reddit subreddits. There's message boards where folks talk about their stuff. And a lot I of you're gonna say you're gonna say too much. I love the fact that I uh, my current music favorite is a guy I don't even know how to say his name. Leif Volbrek. He's from Canada, and I feel like I'm the only one listening to him, and I'm pretty happy about it. I think you hmm. are. There you go. <laughs> So you wouldn't be happy coming here going, hey, man, that one, that one Leaf Volbrecht uh, song, uh, you, you know. No. Bringing you in to enjoy it? No. That, uh, as a matter of fact, it makes me angry. It's new album, Bingo Sodomy. I'll tell you Wait, what. You know what it kind of it's kind of, We live in a society now where you don't have to hear differing opinions on anything. So you, if you, if, let's say if you love the show The Last of Us, you can mm. go on the web. You can, you can just talk to people who only love the show. And or... Never, you could go the other way. Uh, t- talk to you hated it. You could go talk to everybody who hates it. 
Yeah, a lot of the haters though try to. They, they it seems to me they comment on the sites of the people who love it mm-hmm. just to try to stir things up. <laughs> uh, negative attention seeking. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it just was nice when we had a little more commonality. That's all. And you would actually hear differing when opinions. everyone was yeah. the same. Yeah. I love hearing differing opinions. Don't you? Aren't you I, fascinated by what somebody else thinks? It makes me want to shoot someone. I just hate it. Oh, okay. Agree with me or get out of here. You know? <laughs> yeah, I think you. that is the, how most that, people this feel. This is America, okay? Yeah, that's, that's what's happening. <laughs> also, uh, Chick, a Canadian guy named Leaf, makes me a little bit angry. I don't know why. It's a little oh, on the nose. Like yeah. okay. Leaf on the flag. Take it easy, pal. Calm it down with the leaves over See? there. And this is what I get for sharing. Leaves See? burning and clogging up happened? our lungs. Yes. No, thanks. <laughs> these... Damn Canucks, okay? Sorry I brought him. You caused this. Okay. Just because uh, Ed Sullivan's done on at 8 o'clock. Hmm. With the columnist of the New York Times, Ed Sullivan. <laughs> it's just nice to have that. Then you do the water cooler talk. There'd be the you know. So you're saying that it was common out, but you're not you're not sad that those days are over. No, just these are no. things. Things are different. I am. Okay. I'll, I mean, I'll be honest. I, I I a little wistful. I liked. I'm a little wistful for those days. Yeah. The last thing that we had a lot of commonality with was COVID, and even that <laughs> kind of derailed. Yeah, there wasn't a ton of commonality. <laughs> there were there were people that this is fake. All right, fine. I, this, my dead friend, I'll go wake him up. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, this is why none of us talk to you. Wasn't your philosophy uh, you can't get COVID if you don't get tested? I don't want to hear a word from you. <laughs> yeah. About uh, remember when he got COVID and instead of calling his doctor, he called his lawyer. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm done with it. Yeah. <laughs> What would you do if you had this? Lie. <laughs> That's what I do. Lie. Deny. Deny. Say nothing. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> hey, I have, a, I have a question, Tom. Yes, sir. You, uh, every time we have a pizza story, I, and I know what you're doing, you, you look at me and you say, Josh, we have a pizza story coming. And that's fine. The that's only fine. thing you don't I do is, is you look at him and say, yummy, yummy. That's the only thing you do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fatso, check this hey, out. Hey, fatty, fatty, two by four. How do you feel about it? Why don't uh, you go to Ace? Ace is the biggest pizza fan we know. Mm-hmm. The man ate nothing but pizza for a month. That's true. You'd think this would be bigger news to him. Okay, well then let's I have a. I have a theory. <laughs> You're terrifying. <laughs> That's my theory. You know why I moved, don't you? <laughs> Ace knew where I used to live. Oh, okay. Are you talking about the pizza that was found in Milan? Tell it, sister. Tell this it. Is, uh, this is a fascinating story. A still-life fresco recently discovered in the Pompeii archaeological site. A fresca? Love a that. Fresca? Crisp, a fresco? Refreshing. Features a flatbread with colorful toppings that look like a pizza, huh. which was only believed to have been invented many centuries later. Wouldn't you have loved if they found a pizza box with a bear <laughs> on the front? <laughs> they had delivery! An actual picture of a little Caesar? <laughs> Bear's pizza. Wouldn't it just be... Caesar? <laughs> it wasn't hey. Little Caesar's Pizza. It was just yeah. Caesar's Pizza. Turn your half hour glass over. If we're not there by the time it's done, you get a free pass. <laughs> half hour glass. Experts did say yesterday, though, that the image is probably, um, what is it, focaccia bread? Is that what they call it? Foca- focaccia. Topped with fruit, not really pizza. Oh, really? Yeah. Key ingredients associated with pizza were not available when the fresco was painted almost 2,000 years ago. Tomatoes only introduced to Europe from the Americas a few centuries ago, while mozzarella also did not exist 
in its current form at the time. But, I mean, come on. It's still a, kind of a pizza. It's like it's a, a fruit flat pizza. Bread. Yeah. If it doesn't have pig on it, it's not uh, pizza. You don't like a fruit pizza? No. <laughs> Who likes the? Uh, With a, it's like a. It's I've had a delicious a one. Dessert fruit pizza, yes. right? It's a fruit tart, right? It's like a sugar yes. cookie crust. Yes. It was the thing I had was amazing. But, yeah, but well, what isn't? What's the place in Chicago that does the vegan um, all Chicago diner? Yeah, there's there's this um, pizza that's all raw. No. Oh, okay. And it's re- it really is amazing. I don't cook it at all. No, it's and it's it, but that's amazing. But the point is, I mean, oh, uh, Tomain Tonys. That's not. <laughs> well, that's if you get the sausage. <laughs> the uncooked sausage. Uh, but it's a flatbread. I mean, it's close. It's close. And huh? it's it's Pompeii. So I mean, you can imagine, easy to cook. <laughs> yeah. It was Hold extra it crispy. <laughs> leave it leave it uncovered on the floor <laughs> for ten minutes of a volcano eruption. Uh huh. Oh, what else is happening over there at the sports desk? What do you think about the Major League? I'll talk to Willie. What do you think about the Major League Baseball dugout celebrations with all the teams? Like, what do you mean? When uh, they run up? No, the uh, like this started for me. I saw it for the first time. The Boston Red Sox, when you hit a home run, you got you you jumped in a shopping cart and they pushed you through the dugout. I think it's kind of fun, and that that part of baseball makes me think that I could be a baseball player. Does and, that make sense? I now, feel like I'd be great at the hang of baseball. When uh, the Angels hit a home run, they put an actual um, uh, uh, Asian warrior. What do you call those? Samurai samurai helmet on you, and you walk up and down the oh okay dugout. And uh, the Washington Nationals, when you hit a home run, you the wig get a, a powdered wig. Yeah. You walk up and down the dugout. And when the Reds hit a home run, you get a Viking helmet with a Viking cape. I kind of like that. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. a camaraderie. It is camaraderie. Yeah, it's all that stuff. Decor. Is... It's uh, the French call it. Uh, I don't know what. It's, it's like, like what we have around here. That big team building. Yeah, we're you know, yeah. Like, yeah, you tell Puppy a funny general. joke and during the break we put the cape on. And... <laughs> yes, yeah. march you around the halls. Uh-huh. Do you remember when Josh was first here? He thought it was an apron, and he'd go eat spaghetti. <laughs> he was saying, he'd I say, have... "Thank there God, it's have... time to eat." Yeah. A po- God. <laughs> was... All right. <laughs> I don't need to say anything else. Yeah, yeah. he's saying. Thank God it's time to eat. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Sorry. You're the you, one. That, you, you just said <laughs> I did not. I, I knew he was going to say it. That's why I said it. No judge, it's a cape. Somebody, thank God, and I put an apron on. <laughs> like it's a vestment of some kind. You're the, let me ask you this. Willie, if you... The most chilling just, words in podcast. Willie, just say it's first date. It's first date. You go to a pizza place, maybe after a movie. Do you finish the pizza, or on that first date, do you, uh, you leave a couple slices? And then on, like, the fourth date, you, you know, she eats the whole thing, or you do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? Sure, sure. I know, I know what you're getting at. Are you saying, it? like, do you restrain yourself in front of a woman initially? To yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. And vice versa. Like, you know Yeah, I, mean? I see what you're saying. They say never to order a salad on your first date because you get greens in your teeth. So. Oh, I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I just order wings or ribs. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. It's not distracting. But I mean, are you, are you, is one careful on the first date not to be... Not to order something too expensive. Like you, eat, you eat that fourth piece or do you... I usually make... Uh, if I do, I make some kind of joke. Um, like, uh, look, I know that you're having this dilemma right now where you really want that uh, that another piece... But you're not sure if you should do it. This is the first, so I'm just going to go ahead and have okay. it for you, and then I eat it. Like that's that kind of thing. I try to bring up any awkwardness and then alleviate it immediately. 
Through humor. Mm-hmm. Through humor. And, you now have, I, and then the, the bonus is you get to eat the fourth piece. That's exactly right. It's it's a complete ruse. <laughs> but the, the important part is he's got the apron on, so that signals yeah. he, uh, yeah. he, he, he can eat. Uh, by the way, I, I sit here as a single 45-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> that is a trap, though. As a fat guy, if you're ever eating with a group of skinny people and there's one wing, one potato skin, one whatever left... You have to say, hey, is anybody going to eat that? Because they're all saving it for you. Not me. I go, I'm the fattest. And I grab it and eat it. <laughs> and you I'm make it ranch. Yum, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chase it with ranch. See, now, Tom, here, here's the uh, Seattle Mariners. They have a uh, trident, if you will. Yeah, oh, sure. The, the pitchfork thing. Yeah. yeah. The pitchfork thing. That's right. That's There's goofy. the uh, samurai helmet that, uh, of course, Shohei, I think, bought this for like $2,500. Dude, and that samurai helmet is badass. Yeah. <laughs> the Chicago White Sox, they're from the south side, so they uh, dress up like uh, you have to put a mobster hat on and a long <laughs> coat when you hit a home run. Sure, sure. It's, uh, it's just uh, making light of Chicago's awful, <laughs> awful, awful, awful violence. There's, there's, there's Valentine's the powder, Day Massacre. That's the powdered wig. That's a problematic history, wig. doesn't it? Is this a it? new thing, good. or has this been around for it's a while? It's really kind of... I think the Red Sox and the shopping cart, I think that's how it started. I mean, Doug had celebrations, but, but they were yeah. they were never seen. No. Yeah. Um, here's the uh, Minnesota Twins. They're the land of a thousand lakes, so they have a fishing vest and a pole when you get <laughs> so fun. You hit a yeah, they're having a good time. Uh, the Red Sox, though, that's the only one. They should keep with the shopping cart because they have inflatable dumbbell weights for each uh, hand. I think that one's the, the weakest one. Huh. All right. Now, are you fine with somebody hits a home run and the team leaves the dugout and comes out and uh, waits for them? Yeah, yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I, do, yeah, I, I like that. I think that's all that weird, like, jumpy, jumpy thing they all do, though. Yeah, that's for big playoff celebrations and stuff. That's typically. weird, I agree. It looks like they're 12-year-olds when they do the jumpy, jumpy thing, and they're all just together kind of moshing yeah. around. Mm-hmm. It, it, which I, what I love about that are the, the guys on the fringes, they're kind of looking around, yeah. sort yeah. of embarrassed. <laughs> <'cause they're, laughs> I, I didn't really play. I'm a closer, but I haven't thrown in six <laughs> games. <laughs> I've got a crippling Adderall addiction. <laughs> And, and pay meds, and I know, and that's all I'm thinking of. They're 30 feet away in the dispensary. In two so weeks, I, they're sending me right back to Louisville. Okay? The pain meds. Yeah, how do when you're that far out of the jumping? What do they call that anyway? That jumping thing is there now? Not too sure. Well, didn't uh, Diaz Diaz in the Mets uh, World Baseball playoffs? He got injured for out for the year. Yes, up and down like that. Yes. Remember. It's yeah. like a standing dog pile, almost. I don't know. Kind of, yeah. yeah. The next time, the next time you see, I would watch the fringes, and there's kind of some guys uh, sort of half-assed. Uh, They're not it's jumping. Like, it's like when you, you know, during the disco era, when you had to kind of stand on the side, stand alive. Stand alive. Oh, I would have done anything to see you. Yeah, can you imagine? Anyway, does that, can we do anything to get out of here? I'm pretty sure, Dad, during the disco era, you were talking in a back room somewhere. Yeah, you were in a stall. <laughs> <laughs> saying, saying a lot of this. Uh, that, you think that's a good price for that? <laughs> Talking about how Kerouac had it all right. Is, is there an ATM around here? More, uh, more Coming up next on the Bob and Tom Show, the orgasm gap. We'll find out what that is, plus Ace's romance novel. It's next on the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back on a Friday morning. This is Christopher speaking. Hope you're having a good morning so far. The orgasm gap is discussed in this segment, plus Ace's romance novel. And how about some cars going out of production? Let's find out about those. Uh, Christy Lee is, of course, at the Bob and Tom News Desk. Uh, have we missed anything? 
A renowned sex therapist says studies show that there is a so-called orgasm gap for women. Hmm. According to Dr. Laura Berman, research shows men are nearly two times more likely to orgasm during sex than women. A 2010 study showed that while 87% of husbands said they consistently experienced orgasm during sexual activity, only 49% of wives could say the same. So, Dr. Laura has advised, quote, men are like a microwave oven, women are like a slow-burning stove. In order to close this time gap, it's crucial to spend some time on foreplay before engaging in intercourse. Or it's like a safe cracker trying to open a safe. <laughs> what about now? No. Well, when you learn what... Give you... me the combination. <laughs> yeah. This kind of goes with the next one she offers. Now? When you learn what turns you on and are able to explicitly express your desires to your partner, that's when the orgasmic gap can truly close. Are you drinking enough water during the day? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is going on down here? Yeah, the orgasm gap. Um, it's, not to be confused with... The gap. Uh, the the no, gap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with the what? Yeah. If you're at the I, mall. I've always thought oh, that. Oh, that gap. How oh. about the gap? No, I meant the gap. Christy has a gap, you know. Oh, yeah, I thought that's good. A potential of... space. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, interesting. Um, uh, so, what is it? The, the essence of this is you've got to communicate. Uh, well, like anything in a relationship, you have to communicate. Sure. I sure, mean, it, it, might, it might take uh, decades and cost millions of dollars. <laughs> And hundreds of lives, but yes, you have to communicate. Get one of those books with Fabio on the up. cover, you know. Oh, the romance novels? Yeah. Isn't Fabio on the cover? Of I've never used met, to be. I've never personally met anyone who's into those. No, I haven't no, either. Yeah. Although they're very popular, and I know some most people, a lot of people like them, but I've never. The Harlequin romance? Yes. Yeah. I have one sitting next to my bed. What's it called? <laughs> Don't know. How, do you read that's them a, often? That's a weird no, no, title. It's, it's a, it's a, I don't know. It's, it's a conversation a, starter if I have company. I see. Have you ever read any of it? <laughs> Wait a minute. So what? this. That's so this, weird. So this is a ruse. You have a, a, a trap, trip. if you will, in your bedroom. To show a woman, hey, he's got a sensitive side. Oh my uh, gosh! Now, did you what? buy that book, or did it come with it when you bought the detachable <laughs> what, shower head? What uh, <laughs> was it like a little what? bonus? Yeah. You have anything else staged in your bedroom for the ladies? <laughs> no, no. The uh, artwork. Just that. Just show him sensitive. Okay. A lot All of right. candles, you know. Wow. Yeah. A lot of candles, right? I have a technical question. Why he left me? He's so sensitive. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I would I would be interesting, I think, to ask these women if um, this woman rather that is the that did this study, if uh, gay women have more orgasms. Because, I believe they because do because they, they know do, their actually. way around the equipment. Yeah, they do. In that same article. I'm sure, they do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they also may be more communicative with each other. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Well, because uh, yeah, but I mean, think I would think they know the yeah because women know what women like the terrain, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, but they they've got their own terrain to explore, right? So they can... But I contend, uh, and this could be terribly wrong, and I don't think I'm misspeaking. Uh, in any relationship, same sex or what, there's always someone who's more feminine, if you will. You Seems to be, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. But I don't know. I bet there's still a fair amount of no, no, don't do that, do this. Yeah, there yeah. has to be with lesbian couples. Got to be. Yeah, it's more. It's not. One, you know, it's, one not size like a, fits all. it's not like a Nintendo controller where <laughs> right. everyone works the same. No, well, th- sure. This is only 87%, and this says husbands, only 80% of, 87% of husbands orgasm during sex. Yeah. What's, what are the other guys doing? Oh, I bet I'm 70%. 
Oh, that's right. But you're on medication. You've never uh, you've never faked it just because you want to get some rest, right? No, <laughs> <laughs> huh. no I just go, hey, you know what? It? It's not going to happen. That's just what I say. Can guys fake it? Yeah. Oh well, you have to. You need. Uh, you need geez. some props. Yeah, you need, uh, yeah. yeah. You go to bed. I gotta go get some dishwashing liquid. I'll be right <laughs> back. They're tubing involved. But that's why underneath the Ace's book, he's got uh, warm mayonnaise packets, <laughs> some old yogurt. Yeah, and is the key uh, getting them warm? Two things. Warmer than room Warm enough. Yes. Yeah. I can't believe you have a romance novel in your bedroom and you don't have anything else to trap the ladies. If you, there's got to be something else. Well, there are handcuffs and ropes if and bullies. Thought, but... If you thought that far that yeah to put a romance novel you're weird <laughs> do you have any romance novels to so Him? would you like to uh would you like me to read to you from uh, a harlequin romance novel tonight no, dear? i do a lot of reading aloud but it's obviously to kids you don't read aloud to your loved one to, to kelly yeah, something from kitchen story of O. kitchen yeah. confidential uh, no Maybe wait a minute poetry? Hang on. pat you read aloud to your girlfriend no, I was saying yeah. you do. I think it's very your favorite sexy. books, Kitchen Confidential. I do. I think it's <laughs> really cool when a guy reads to you. You hmm. should try it. I did okay. it when I was in college. Did you? Yeah, you'd read aloud. It's a cool mood. Were they your textbooks? Please tell me you use cool that. Move. Voice. You use that enthusiasm and that voice. <laughs> Beowulf. Oh, here's another sentence. It was not far from Beowulf. There was. I had this book. I was taking a romantic verse course. Oh, oh my lord. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, You're this my was... hero. Because, <laughs> you know, that's where the jobs are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, so, what's your major? Romantic verse. Read to me from that. Yeah. Oh, I bet the lady like, loved she it. She did love it, yeah. See? It was like homework for me. <laughs> but she you have did. a very Two nice words. voice. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, what's um, the most, most... Oh, you, he won't tell He us. won't tell you. The most romantic... Any anything romantic you've ever done? I've done lots of romantic things. I just don't read aloud. Name one. Uh, I mean, I. But you consider paying the mortgage <laughs> and uh, here drive this around for a while as, as roma- uh, romance. Yeah, well, I don't know. I should hold. You. I certainly should be part of it. I <laughs> should certainly be part of it. Oh yeah, you're not. You don't feel like you're in the mood. Check out my balance, okay? <laughs> hey baby, you don't want to eat sushi for the next nine months, do you? Uh, <laughs> oh. oh, was uh, that too smart a joke? I that... think so. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> Keep trying. Um, well, let's see now. Uh, well, Everyone's mm. fascinated by Mr. Ace Cosby <laughs> and keeping a romance novel on his nightstand <laughs> in his bedroom to fool the women into thinking he's sensitive. But you don't even remember the title of this thing? I've had that for years. Well, that's why you, we would think you would remember the title. I've never cracked it open. Well, it's right on the cuff. <laughs> and, you, and you contend you don't have anything else in there that to fool the ladies. No. Okay. Like, like, like give me an example. Well, like... Uh, you know, chloroform. Uh, now <laughs> restraints. Stop. He's being serious. Oh, sorry. Maybe a stuffed animal collection or... Uh, there's a stuffed animal in the hallway. What is it? It's a little bear. There's what's, a stuffed animal in your do- hallway. What's it doing in the hallway? Just on the floor? <laughs> I want the cat to look at it. <laughs> okay. This is, All right. I don't know you what you need uh, to go over there. I don't know what you guys got going on, but this is much better than jumping the Dead. Okay. This is this is the comedy. Very good. So I open the door. I walk into Shay Ace. Yes. What, what do I see when I walk in? In the foyer, there's a uh, Raider welcome mat. 
A Raider welcome mat. Mm-hmm. All right, that's nice. Now, do you want to go upstairs? Or you want to go to the living room? Uh, it's take, living room, I think. Take me to the living room. Big yeah. sectional. Uh, no. Couch? You don't. You don't sit. You don't sit in the sectional. You stand behind it. Right. You have a couch. Well, I do both. Right? Yeah. 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 Hmm. Mm-hmm. Walk down the hallway. There's a there's a Raider logo thing on the garage door. Now this gets the chicks. They, they, they <laughs> watch that. Well, the John Mellon Camp Platinum album on the wall right before you go into the uh, living room. Wow. Do you do this? Go see that. I produced him. You do that. Hell, I would. So the bedroom. Do you have a, a like a king size bed? California King, yes. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the California King? Is that even bigger even than a bigger. King? I think it's a little really? longer, I think. Yeah, yeah, a little less. It's a little narrower and a little longer. Uh, yeah. Mine's pretty wide. I know, but they're not as wide as a uh, California. Now, I, maybe Ace is confused king, because we keep saying bed, and he calls it the workbench. <laughs> <laughs> not the killing block? <laughs> I've tried to get that out of my brain. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, nice. What color sheets do you have? Uh, right now, there's a uh, blue, uh, cotton, kind of no, sky blue, nice or dark blue, dark blue, good thread, dark blue. Good thread count. <laughs> Always a thousand. <laughs> Always a thousand. How many pillows on your bed? Four. Okay, just That's traditional size pillows, or do we have anything traditional? Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any? When you do you make your bed in the morning? No. You make your bed when you get home? No. no I'm with should. him. I don't make my bed until the lady comes in and makes it. That's the only time my bed gets made. Are you serious? Yeah. Or unless I have company. Oh, okay. Oh. Really? What yeah. about you, Josh? You make your bed every day? Uh, not every day, but close. Yeah. Yeah, I make. I, you like, get up and make your bed. No, because you're no. not supposed to make it until like half, at least half an hour after. Yeah, you're he needs out of to bed. air out. He's what? right. Is He's right? right. Well, then Ace and I have our beds gloriously <laughs> open all day long. That's right. Yeah, probably not. Well, I do make it when I change sheets. So. And how often is that? Once a week. Okay. okay, yeah, that's good. That's yeah. average. Yeah. That's where I'm at. All right. I usually make it when I get home. Is that what you do too? Yeah, yeah. I just like the. Lo- I like uh, going to bed in a made bed. Give you uh, something to look forward to. Well, I got to get home and make my bed. <laughs> no, but I think I think, I think Josh makes a Sometimes good point. Sometimes I don't. I know well, when it's time to go to listening. bed. It's like you're sort of like cracking the fabric hymen, if you will. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Hold on to yourself, bed. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I'm not sure how big this thing gets. <laughs> Sheets open up. What's the uh, shower situation? How many uh, shower, uh, shampoos and conditioners? And I've soap? got four body washes. Four, four body. All right. Why okay. four? I like to rotate. Yeah, exactly. Oh, how about Your skin that? Skin gets used to it. You yeah. Know. The the smell and everything <laughs> stops working, and you're going to need to rotate. I have like eight body washes. I have ivory soap. Works great. You'd be surprised. Uh, well, That's why you stink. Tell me your bar or body wash. Uh, bar, okay. bar hmm. soap. Then I do have uh, what do you call the squirter baby shampoo. What, why do you have shampoo? No more tears. Do you use baby shampoo? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you hear uh, what I said, Josh? Why, uh, why a, do you have? A physician have friend of mine recommended putting baby shampoo in a washcloth in the morning, washing your face every morning. I'm serious. I don't baby know. shampoo. Serious. I bet it feels good. You yeah. act like yeah, this is some up. sort of a regimen from the Marine Corps. It's, <laughs> no, no, it's more just tears. the secret to a long life. Is that uh, right? Yeah, yeah, baby yeah. Really? Smell, it smells oh, yeah. good. You're, really? using, you're using your deodorant soap, poisoning your skin, I'm sure. Now, uh, oh speaking of poison, we have some poison in the news coming up. But right now, um, the big news this week on this show, Christy Lee has announced that she is engaged. Yay! And uh, Christy has been a single gal for... <laughs> Sorry. 
Take all the dignity out of this. I'm, I apologize, Christy. That was not me. Um, uh, but uh, Christy is, in fact, getting married. Uh, and uh, this will be husband number four. And uh, Do you not remember promising us T-shirts with IV on the front? <laughs> I don't remember that. But uh, Christy has already said she doesn't really want a Christy Lee husband number four T-shirt. No. Uh, I can understand why. Uh, but uh, Jess was telling me she did not. She hasn't been listening to the show driving in. And maybe you could ask Ace what special uh, arrangements he's made in his bedroom in his house. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure why this came up, but Ace mentioned that uh, if you were to go into his bedroom, okay. he has a, a so-called California King bed, whatever that is. <laughs> right. And um, uh, uh, there is a, uh, a, a like some kind of a bed stand. A, a night stand. Nightstand. Nightstand. Yeah. Night table. And on that night table, he keeps a book. Okay. What book is it, Ace? It's a one of those like romance novels. Yeah. Fabio on the cover because you because that's the genre you enjoy or no it's there for uh, a conversation starter to impress the ladies <laughs> and then like he, foreplay fire starter he followed it up with uh, it, it's my sensitive side oh okay if, if, some, if you were hanging out afterwards you'd say oh no I would laugh <laughs> I would laugh very hard <laughs> hanging no. out afterwards. Yeah. You know, so there's no talking, no conversation starter. <laughs> Before. You do it, and then <laughs> you go, hey, by the on. way, if you want to talk. <laughs> hey, look at this. Uh, <laughs> I got this romance this novel. Might us I, I might go to the restroom, and while she's looking around. Oh, oh okay. So you have props in your bedroom. <laughs> Just that book. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. And, I, and I don't believe that part. There's something, uh, there's yeah, a bunch of other things going on in there that makes him <laughs> appear He's sensitive. never read the book, can't remember the title, he's never cracked it open. Oh. So, hey, she's going to pick it up, and you can tell a book's never been opened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's probably going to be dusty. Yeah. <laughs> no, it dust a lot. Oh, you dust okay. it all. He dusts. <laughs> they attach there it you go. He dusts a lot. However, he shares, uh, I don't make my bed either, and he, yeah. neither does Ace. So, here, so, so, obviously, it's worked, or you wouldn't have kept it on your nightstand. It's not my way, so I just... <laughs> Pat, Pat had a question, okay. and I would like the answer as well. Do you have any taxidermy around your house? <laughs> no. Well, a lot of uh, manly thing. A lot of Raiders logo stuff. <laughs> there really is something to be said for people who have a lot of taxidermy. Yeah, it's creepy and it's scary an, and an weird. Odd, My sister collects it. She goes to different what? auctions. Yeah, she goes to different auctions all over the country and collects uh, like things that. I thought it was p- things that people hunt themselves. Like that's what you want on your wall. No, she and she has them. Like she has these two, like a buck and a deer, like kissing on her wall. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm talking about. But yes. if you've if you've hunted and you've and you've uh, that, I totally I get it. Yeah, that yeah. I don't get. That's, that's when my first cat passed. I was thinking about getting her stuff. Oh, <laughs> what was your Good cat's name? Lord, <laughs> really? We were together like 22 years. <laughs> What would you do with a stuffed cat? Just sit her in the corner. Well, it. What was her name? Sin. Sin. Oh. Well, I'm sorry to hear that but Sin's passing. Uh, let's move forward here. We have Christy Lee at the Bob and Tom News Desk. Do we have anything interesting over there? Yeah, we do. The last gas-powered muscle car from Dodge. The Dodge Challenger SRT Demon 170 will deliver 1,025 horsepower. The 2023 version has a 6.2-liter supercharged V8. And three and a half miles to the gallon. And it'll be the last one made by Dodge. And General Motors says the Chevrolet Camaro is going out of production. It will stop making the current generation of the muscle car early next year, though another generation might be in the works. 
Scott Bell, vice president of Chevrolet, said, quote, while we are not announcing an immediate successor today, rest assured this is not the end of Camaro's story. GM said it will offer a collector's edition package of the 2024 Camaro RS and SS in North America and a limited number of high-performance ZL1 Camaros. Stephanie Brindley, an associate director with S&P Global Mobility, said if GM revives the Camaro, it almost certainly will be what? Everyone? Electric. That's right. GM said it plans to sell only electric passenger vehicles worldwide by 2035. That'll be cool. I'm kind of surprised you're getting rid of it with the mullet making a comeback. (laughs) (laughs) They do go hand in hand. (laughs) Let's get a discount. Did you hear that... um, this is kind of a weird thing uh, in uh, Cambodia. Oh God! <laughs> oh my God! Cambodia. GM is going to make the uh, Camaro Rouge. <laughs> that is that is a weird thing. <laughs> in honor of evil dictator Pol Pot. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a it's a small market. Don't you but... remember when, much like a new TV season, the autom- automakers yep. would trot out the new cars and everybody lost their minds? Oh, did you see the new fill in the blank? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, I love that. And Can then, you imagine uh, the commercial you're talking for the, for the car you're talking about? Camaro, <laughs> yeah. And the, uh, the, the, the the small print. Uh, this commercial was filmed in a closed killing field. Oh, you guys. <laughs> oh, it's awful. I understand. Oh. <laughs> Chick was trying to change the subject. Yeah, I, I, I was. Yeah, I was. I, uh, I never worked so hard in my life. Sorry about Coming that. up next on the Bob and Tom Show, it's Josh Day plus Jess Hooker has some beer chicken for us. Yummy. It's coming up next here on the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back on a Friday morning. This is Christopher speaking. Hope you're having a great morning so far. It's Josh Day in this segment, plus some beer chicken with Jess Hooker in studio. Willie, you missed this. Uh, For some bizarre reason, today became Josh Day. It's all about Josh. Uh, I'm not comfortable with it. Uh, (laughs) Have you seen the caricature in the hallway that we all have to endure? Yeah. You're you're the guy that brought in a one-man band for Josh last year. That's right, because it was Josh Day. That's that's August 1st. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Today is not Josh Day. No. Not not even half Josh Day. But please, I want everybody to know I I had nothing to do with this. No, you brought in this portrait of yourself that you were waving around. Let me ask you something. You're a smart guy. Uh, Very. At least that's the way you... (laughs) That's the way you present yourself. Yeah. What did you think was going to happen if you put that hung that up in the hallway i thought it would be quietly admired did you hang it up yourself yeah, did. yeah. you didn't oh, hear it no no, no, no. He, he framed it and did, he hung it up himself i walked by and said when did uh, the late alan ginsburg gain an extra 50 that is such a nerdy that's probably about right i hate nerdy insults come on but that's uh, I, it was a gift for the show i have seen the greatest minds of my generation get heavy <laughs> no. that, it Stop bullying wow. him with nerdy, lame poetry. It's a Powell reference. Oh, yeah, I use T.S. Eliot to make Josh feel lesser than me. In the room, the women come and go ordering pizza. <laughs> make it rhyme, at least. Uh, <laughs> well, it's well, Michelangelo's, Michelangelo's pizza. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, speaking speaking of, food, of food, 
The Purdue Chicken Company has hooked up with the Torch and Crown Brewing Company to create a beer specifically brewed for making beer can chicken. Oh. Now, can you tell us, I know since you're such a good cook, uh, uh, what is exactly beer beer can chicken again? Uh, beer can chicken is when you uh, you have a raw chicken and you take out all the insides and then you crack open a, one of your favorite beers. Right. And you uh, put it up put it up in the chicken into the cavity in the cavity, in the cavity yeah and uh usually you grill it that's how i've always done it so i don't wait, know I'm sorry, it's usually kind of standing up yeah, yeah. yeah standing yeah. up on the can okay so yeah. the, and obviously you leave the beer in the can you leave the beer in the can so it's a, in effect it's a it's a suppository <laughs> that's right yeah essentially and it steams and uh, yes yeah. yeah 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 now does the chicken scream when you do it yeah no, a little bit at first until, until yeah. its life ebbs away right right <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? It's like throwing a lobster at a My God, just slit my throat. (laughs) Please. So, it's awful. So when will this end? I, 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 I've never done this. So then is this something you do in an oven or outside? Um, I've always done it in a grill, yeah. I do it in the oven with apple juice. Nobody asked. Oh, do you really? <laughs> with apple juice? Yeah. Well, you, doesn't you put, the plastic melt? He doesn't put the can of apple juice in there. <laughs> I do it with the tray. I a tray. It has a thing. That's and, shaped like a can. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have them where you can okay. fill. Yeah. You can oh, so fill it's, the, you're not getting the, the paint from the uh, beer can infused into your sure. chicken? No, this is all fine. So it's, it's yes. all, yeah. mostly mercury. <laughs> right. Yes, aluminum, we all know aluminum becomes mercury when it's heated up. <laughs> of course. <laughs> that's, that's the Heisenberg principle. It just changes chemical properties. It's, uh, it's unlike anything else in of ju- Instead of making up these excuses that you're not going to. Make any beer can chicken. Why don't you just say what you mean? That this is a white trash meal. And you, <laughs> you wouldn't have anything to do with it. No, it sounds like fun. Because you're a Time. pretentious prey. A chicken that Haywood brought for you in the freezer. Take it home and do a beer can. Is that, a, is that your chicken? Yeah. I would. I would. That's give a farm any, fresh chicken sitting yes, there. Yes, yeah. farm yeah. fresh. Farm I fresh. would give yeah. anything to open that freezer and there's a chicken in there. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing a scarf. And I you never. You wanna, can, can you can, take me home, please? Oh my God. One time. Well, you're not going to like the alternative, pal. <laughs> <laughs> really, uh, do, you're going to get warm though. That's the good news. Do you remember the time that Haywood brought a living chicken to the building? <laughs> yes. Uh, I, was it a turkey or was that no, just no, so it little? It was a live chicken. He's had chickens, he's had baby chicks, he's had... In his car. In his car with him. Man, you're still inviting him back yeah. after that one, yeah, huh? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah the man's a genius. <laughs> so I know. Will you next week make us beer can chicken? Yeah, I'll take that chicken home from Haywood, and we'll okay, dissolve good. it and prepare it for so, no, this beer can so chicken. the story then is that they're making a special beer just for this purpose. Yes. The company said its custom beer can chicken beer is a honey double citrus summer ale brewed with classic grilled chicken seasoning like rosemary, thyme, and pink peppercorn. Sounds perfect for that. Yeah. The beer, which Purdue says is good for grilling and sipping, is 5.5% alcohol by volume. They already do booze, right? They, they make a good boilermaker, Purdue. Uh, <laughs> it's a different spelling. What's that? Different spelling. Oh, I had no idea. It's with an E, not a e. I liked it. I'm a very confused man. Six <laughs> packs of Purdue's beer can chicken beer will be sold online beginning May 22nd. So are the cans, did you say this and I'm not, the cans are more substantial for grilling or? No, they said it works both ways. You don't have to have a special can to do oh, the. It's more for the, the flavoring. Chicken. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, don't use the bottles. Nah. <laughs> they tend to explode. Yeah, that might be dangerous. <laughs> well, yeah, especially if you don't open them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, and the, the the shaft of the bottle comes out the chicken's mouth. <laughs> oh. Charge really, the glass. Unless inside. it's a really big chicken. Now for. Uh, uh, this these cans of beer for Thanksgiving? Do they do like a mini keg? 
<laughs> yeah, that'd be a good idea. I've never, I've never even heard of beer can turkey, but it must, maybe you, it happened. Yeah, you, you, would, you could. A forty. Have, have you ever <laughs> bought a keg of beer? Not non alcohol. A keg, an honest keg of beer, for for a party. Oh, for a party? Yeah, yeah absolutely. There are a few things. At least I haven't done it in two decades, but yes. wheeling it out there, go, Being the picking guy. up a keg of beer yeah. is so thrilling. Yeah. Everybody's opportunity. Happy to. Everybody's happy to see you so when you cool. pull up. Yeah. yeah. I, Closest I've done is picking up a uh, excuse me a um thing of propane. <laughs> sort of the same. It's kind of cool, I guess. Your family's happy to see you. Not, not, a yeah, grill. not at all. Yeah. We had a party same. in Chicago, and there was a liquor store like, I don't know, like half a mile away. But we had to have people take the keg there and back. And people had to carry a keg of beer up a three-story walk up oh, two or three times. Brutal. But, but still so fun. Yes. Like when it shows up, guys are like, all right, I did it last time. You do it That's this right. time. Right. Returning the empty keg the next day is a little... <laughs> It's similar to returning porn, yeah. where there's some shame involved because you just don't feel good. And you're, you're belching. Yeah. Yeah. Just you smell like that stale beer and cigarettes. You're wearing a Transformers t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, right, right. There you go. You ever uh, ever picked up one of those couches that pulls out? As heavy as anything. Yeah. Um, my friend uh, uh, John and I took one up six floors. I don't know how you did it. On uh, West 80th Street in New York City. Our landlord, Mr. Chan, very nice gentleman. We took it up six floors. <laughs> Played by Mickey Rooney. And then. Very <laughs> funny. Now, let me ask you something. Did I was Mr. waiting for the music. John did Mr. Wayne. Chan have any introductory music that you'd like to share with no, us? No, he was a fine gentleman. <laughs> Called him Charlie, did you? Uh, no, he did not. He gave uh, uh, black pajamas. But I, I just remember him supervising and not helping us uh, as we took this thing. What that sound like? Wait a ton. And oh we, got, we got up there. Do an impression. When we moved out, when we moved out, we left it there. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, yep. Wait, what kind of couch was it? It was one of those pull out, pull out folding. Chick, that was the first time my dad's ever said pull out. <laughs> <laughs> ever even thought of it? Yeah. Um, Sleeper sofa. I'll tell you that thing. Sleeper sofa is what they're called. That thing was. Uh, we got that at my cousin's house, and uh, well, you pulled out that mattress that looked like a, a map of China. Oh. <laughs> oh. Somebody had been on the bleed. And oh. Floyd. Apparently, Floyd fatally. Might have, been, yeah. might have been on the bleed. <laughs> might have been a fatal bleed out. It was, oh like, it was a full size map of China, the oh. scale one I'm to one. You mean flag, the flag of China. No, right? no, I mean the map. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> there were like tributaries. And I'm just happy we flanges. finally say it. Is it on the bleed? <laughs> That's right. Sometimes it's map of China, sometimes it's Japanese flag. That's, mm-hmm. I get confused mm-hmm. with the Tomisms. Well, this I was in honor of Mr. Chan. <laughs> okay. Aren't you that, glad that you really was in my honor land, of. that really was my landlord's <laughs> name? We believe you. Aren't you glad you uh, stopped my award-winning sportscast? <laughs> I still have this lots of news. So you mess. are going to you are going to make a beer can chicken. I'm going to do a beer can. Have chicken. you made it before? Yeah, absolutely. Does the beer really flavor it? Um, I I don't know because I always what I usually do at my house is the apple juice or yeah. orange juice or depending on whatever we're doing. Don't do it that. does seem no, negligible not. when yeah. the, the the flavoring the beer flavoring of the chicken. But it cooks well, though. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It keeps it. It keeps it very moist. Yeah. Have you ever fine. made a salt steak? A salt steak? Oh, no, God. but I've always wanted to. Here ever ever had one of those, Willie? We've done salt uh, fish, like the entire fish, where you pack it in salt and then put it in the oven. Yeah. yeah. The salt. So you take newspaper, which is hard to do these days because you can't do it with a uh, <laughs> iPad. You take newspaper. And you uh, you put a big thing of salt on, put the steak on, then cover it with salt. Wrap up the newspaper with string, so it's like a football yeah. steak inside yeah. it. Right. You soak it, 
Then you then you grill the thing <laughs> with all the ink. See, I make those, but I uh, coat them and fry them as well, so it's assaulted and battered. <laughs> I, I, I said it wrong. I assault and battered. So I call it the assault and battery. Uh, very state. good, very good. We'll have you make that the next week. <laughs> Coming up next hour here on the Bob and Tom Show, the girl from Ipanema singer. But next on the show, songs about states. How many can you think of? We'll find out next on the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show here for a Friday. This is Christopher speaking from the Bob and Tom Studios. This segment features some songs about states here on the Bob and Tom Show. I have a true life Tom Tom Griswold story. Oh, Come great. On. Okay. Uh, there's uh, Willie. Did I say hello, Willie Griswold? Not yet, but sometimes those true stories are the scariest stories. Those Jake. are heartbreaking is what I like to call them. <laughs> there's Josh Arnold. Hello. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. I'm Chick McGee just trying to be... Get along with the guys, and here's Tom Griswold. So I come in this morning, and right. I look, look at Tom, and most mornings, Tom and I have like 15, 20 minutes. We kibitz. Sure. We talk. Yeah. Mostly about you people. Mm-hmm. And sure. Uh, sure. so I go, hey, you know, I'm really enjoying that uh, that audio book. Uh, Steve Martin uh, does Born Standing Up. It's great. Uh, yeah. I'm really, and he goes, oh, well, I enjoyed that about 20 years ago. <laughs> That's not what I said. That's exactly what you said. I, I love that book. I, I read it twenty when it first years came out. ago. It's, I'm sure it still stands as a great piece of art. <laughs> Fascinating man, brilliant artist of many. Absolutely. I um, and a terrific book for anybody even remotely interested in yeah. comedy. And, sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm glad. You're, I'm glad. So glad you're enjoying. It. What a cool. Remember that part in his book. His first headlining date ever is going to be in New York City. And he's got this young, uh, these two people opening for him. And I believe it's Mick Fleetwood and Stevie Nicks. And no one shows up to the show. And he cancels the show. What? Amazing. Could you imagine no one showing up to see an early version of Fleetwood Mac and, and Steve Martin? Incredible. Wow. That's, I mean, it's amazing. I saw Billy Joel. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. I'll, I'll do it. I saw Billy Joel with uh, Kinky Friedman and the Texas Jew Boys. It was amazing. It was Max's Kansas City. Very good. I will never forget 13 it. people. And I can- Anybody I come in contact with will never forget it either. <laughs> Is that about it? And I can say the name of the band. Don't worry. They told me I was one of their goys. Yeah. Okay, seriously. Okay, seriously. I grew folks. up with all of them in Shaker Heights. You know that. You know that about me. Pretty much summarize the story. That's pretty good. There you go. Was there a lot of people there? No, you'd be no. amazing. No. You'd be no. amazing. I was right there at the tip. Point of the spear is what they call me. You know what? In fact, I yelled out, hey, you're a piano man, and he ran with it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go changing. <laughs> Love it. One, two, <laughs> one, two, three people there. <laughs> I know what? that it's poetic license, but does the, the phrasing and the order of tonic and gin instead of gin and tonic bother anybody in the song the piano? Thing, yeah. I, it, yes. Microphone smells like a beer. I, no, the only one that bothers me is Davy in the Navy. Bread in your jar. I love all of it. <laughs> I can't help it. What's wrong with bread in your jar? Eh, no one said bread. I don't want to speak for Billy Joel, but if he were here, he'd go, what the hell's your people's problem? <laughs> yeah, it bought me a house. Give it another. Millions of people love that song. Yeah, because I'm, uh, I'm taking my private, private jet to a sold-out show at Madison Square yeah. I still love that song. It's all fine. They rhyme, Davey and But Davey. I'm just saying, if you go to a bar and you're like, hey, can I get a tonic and gin? They're going to look at you a little bit, right? It's a gin sure. and tonic. That's the order you say it. Or they're going to go, yeah, I like Billy Joel too, too and give you your cocktail. <laughs> How about that? 
Hey, Jay-Z was pulled over for doing 55 and a 54. <laughs> I don't want to hear you complain about convenient rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. First of all, who has a 54 speed Exactly. Limit? So you can so Billy Joel's allowed to order a tonic and shit. <laughs> <laughs> in my head now it's Billy Joel versus Jay Z. Yeah, yeah. Like they're gonna fight each other over poetic what if it license. A thing? <laughs> mm, yeah, there's a there's a lot of that out there in song. It's okay. I sure. Guess, yeah. I think you're right, Willie. Poetic license is the key. Mm-hmm. Uh and we'll just go with that from now on. My problem with the tonic and gin is that that man is making love to it. What are you yeah. doing here, yeah. oh, Doesn't that sting? Making love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I stuck my hand. Yeah, making love. <laughs> <laughs> gin. Wow. Now it looks like a white Russian. <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. Wait a minute. What's the drink? Wait a minute. Hang on a second. Is it a cement mixer? Cement mixer. No, that's... Uh, what's the one that looks like That's a, at Culver's. That's uh, their answer to the blizzard, right? The cement, concrete mixer? What's the, what's the alcoholic beverage that looks like layers of... There are a few. There are a few. Black of those and tan can look that shots. way. Oh yeah, black and tan. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, um, yeah, and I'm not sure if that's in any songs. So we could do a whole separate show about songs about booze. Sure. Beer. Oh yeah. God. And uh, but uh, we're still trying to see if there's a great song about each state. This uh, is we're going to talk about it for another twenty minutes. Someone's going to find a list online. We're going to read it. You're going to get bored reading the list and tell us to stop reading the list. <laughs> no, no, no. Boy, you've been go. in here just enough time, haven't you? It's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> He's going to get mad about the list. Yeah. That's not a complete list. He's already That's mad because, board. because I found the list. It's a crap news day and a crap sports day, so we can do whatever you want. Crap oh yeah, Lyle, Lyle Lovin has a great song. It's called North Dakota. That's a great song. Oh cool. Yeah. The boys in North Dakota. Yeah, that's a great song. Well, Wichita lineman, does that count? Are you kidding no. me? No, no. No. That's a city? Yeah. What Does New York State of Mind, I guess that one counts. New York it State does. of Mind. Sure. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. not New York, New York. Yeah. No, that's York. specifically the city, isn't it? Okay, going back oh, to Indiana. That counts. Uh, what's let, Let's keep going. Does anybody have anything? Kentucky Woman, right? Yeah. yeah. That works, of course. Yeah. Um, Devil Went Down Nebraska, to Georgia. of course, by Springsteen. Yes. So the record Nebraska counts. Does he have that's a song? That's a song. It's a song. That's a song. Okay, yeah, but got it. Yeah. Okay, uh, Blue Hawaii. What? Elvis Presley's Blue Hawaii. Right. Um, <laughs> I believe it's blown Hawaii, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah you're right, guys. Yeah. This, this, well, this is well. real boring. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't trying to get back to it. I'm just trying to make the point that every every state's got yeah. something. Have you heard uh, Colin Hay has uh, a version of Wichita Lineman? It's really good. The guy from Sweet Home, Rights. Alabama. No, no, Colin yeah. Hay. No, the plumber who lives uh, on the south side. <laughs> Yes, the guy from Men at Work. He can do no wrong. California <laughs> girls, we got all kinds. California's going to be the winner. They're Tennessee gonna... whiskey. Oh, what yeah. about? Oh, that's yeah. a good song. That Chris is. Stapleton. A... North to Alaska. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. To Johnny Alaska. Horton, right? Indeed. Uh, I, now Rhode Island. I don't know. Uh, there's a song they... called Rhode Island by a band called <laughs> The Front Bottoms. <laughs> oh, they're good. The Front Bottoms are good. Really? Like indie rock. Yeah, they're cool. Okay. The name sounds like a. Sort of a sexual term. Well, it kind of does. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what they're going for there. Oh, really? Oh. It's supposed to be provo- provocative. Get the people thinking. Oh, okay. All right. Is, I thought that was... Never mind. I, oh, Donovan Woods, Portland, Maine. That That's my favorite. So there that's about is. a city, though. Oh, there I don't know it. Portland, Maine. Yeah, but if you... Oh, fine. You know what? I guess we have no integrity as an organization anymore. I just have one question. <laughs> Who's, whose kid is this? <laughs> All my exes live in Texas. There That's a go. classic. A lot of songs about Texas. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of exes over there, Christy. Boy, oh boy. How many times have you been married? <laughs> 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 
I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. That's a <laughs> I tell you what, when you and I get married, when you, uh, you're walking down the aisle, I, I don't care. My marriages don't work, I don't care. American woman. Oh. Chick, I bet you look handsome as hell when you're she's walking down the aisle. Oh, you, yeah. just, you shed one single tear. Oh, Jesus. Like a man in touch with his emotions. That's right. <sighs> Looking good up there, buddy. Damn didn't, right. Didn't Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young have a song <laughs> like Ohio? Ohio, or Ohio yeah. Ohio. Oh, that's a great show. There's Dayton, Ohio by Randy Newman. Love that song. Yeah. Ohio by, um, yeah, that's an unfortunate song, though. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I may not know what it's about. I don't know anything. You really about should take a second listen. Oh, should I? Yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry. You might want to thread that up real quick. <laughs> it's uh, polka. No. Um. <laughs> let's. Is this your? Uh, this is Donovan Woods. It's called Portland, Maine. Yeah, I want to cry. It's make me cry. What yeah, is this? It's an amazing song. Uh, good, good morning. I don't want to be talking on the phone every night. Oh, that's nice. I don't know. We have Maine in the news today. This is. This we already have plenty of John Mayers. Yeah. This is so much better than anything we could ever do. <laughs> so beautiful. Basic. Basic. Pedestrian. It's heartbreaking. Here it comes. Here it comes. Shut up. Josh is holding back to you. This gal's not, name. not big on <laughs> <laughs> We're all just jerks. What's no, I think in this case only me. What's this gal's name? He's not big on geography, but boy, he can sing. That's where Maine is. No, Portland, Oregon and Portland, Maine. I think that's the point. funny. Actually, we have Maine in the news. What is this name? has been another episode of Here's Chick's Heart. Take it out in the driveway, run over. What's the name of the artist? Donovan Woods. That's a great. It song. does sound. Great. We need to get him on. Let's get him on. Let's call. He him. sounds cool. Call him right now. Wow, oh, that's a beautiful song. See, it there is. you go. Thank you, Tom. And I was not aware of that one, and I'm glad to know about it. And I'd like to talk to him. Much better than me. much better than what is it? Plant a radish. Plant well, well, well silly. now it has a place, though, doesn't <laughs> oh, it? It sure does. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's getting worse. <laughs> what is that? What is that little intro thing called when you go bop, 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 bop? Is bring the piano up? I mean, that's the every Wait, can you do it for everything? Willie went Pretty on much. for about Pretty what much. seemed like twenty minutes about how vocalists are use that as to find the notes. Sometimes, go ahead, Willie. yeah. Sometimes Here you use go. that to Get establish the key so a singer can find where it is. I talked about it for ten <laughs> seconds. You prick! I can't believe you're doing this well, to everybody. He ruled over he, my heart first. He's on Chick's, my side now. In Chick's defense, he said it felt like twenty minutes. <laughs> he didn't say it was. Thank you. And what do we know? Don't be Feelings insane. are not wrong. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Turn, do not turn on that Portland made song. My emotions are I'm in the just, air and I'm I will cry. Saying, I'm just I will saying. cry if you play it. I don't understand. Oh, no. Does it start with that bit of a dip sound? No, Tom. Yeah, what was oh. I hope we get to talk to him. I'd like to ask him how it feels to sound like 80 other people on the radio. No. <laughs> Josh, is Josh is being a prick. <laughs> this is this is Chick's favorite, and you're crapping all over. Just, this guy's an artist. Find out what her favorite vagina cream is. Yeah, but you don't like Jack Johnson, but you like this? Oh, that's beautiful. Okay, that, that might be... Partially, I'll take a look at that. Okay, oh, that's very good. Okay. What closing down coffee house did you record that at? <laughs> 
I've never been so hurt in my... Well, no, wait a minute. Hang on. We've got another great segment coming up for you next. It's about the girl from Ipanema, singer. You'll find out about that coming up next on this Friday. This is the Bob and Tom Show. More of the Bob and Tom Show now on a Friday morning. Welcome back. This is Christopher speaking from the Bob and Tom Studios. The girl from Ipanema. Remember that song? We're going to find out about the singer of that song in this segment of the Bob and Tom Show. To break away briefly uh, from sports. What? uh, (laughs) I was not aware of this until Christy told me that uh, Astrid Gilberto, the singer from the famous song The Girl from Ipanema, has died at the age of 83. She had a bunch of hits. I, I was not. I never knew her name. I just knew it was. It was the Stan Getz band, right? Right. Mm-hmm. You just um, knew Stan Getz. You really don't. No, yet. I didn't. I didn't know. I'm sorry. I did not know Astrid. Uh, uh, but uh, th- this is the song. In case you're. Big hit. This was what was playing in the German elevator when that guy was gutting half. <laughs> Suppose the guy was. Cut neck because he was looking at his cell phone. I bet the guy got in the elevator was not paying attention. Do you think during her funeral people will go, ah, she goes by? That's not what happens, though. Play it again, Tom. Now, uh, Pat, you have uh, you said you have uh, taken the song and done a version for everyone in the room here. Mm-hmm. I have Christie's done, I think. Okay, okay. Let's, hear that. let's hear Christie's version. Go. go ahead. Here we, here we go. <laughs> Short and tan, and we've corrupted her. Every morning we've interrupted her, and when she talks, each time she talks, we go, Hey, hey what about this? Tell us about boobs. Camping, camping, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Camping and you said that word wrong. <laughs> camping and candy. And then Tom goes <laughs> next. <laughs> Do you know we have you saying that, Tom? What? Next. <laughs> oh, <candy>. <laughs> <laughs> so, for instance, maybe I'll be doing a sports story and you'll say, Next. <laughs> no, that's not soul crushing. Okay. She also sang, uh, Can You Find the Shadow of Your Smile? I bet she does that. Oh, great version. Oh, she does that song? The Shadow of Your Smile. And Fly Me to the Moon. I bet she kills it on that. Are you just guessing or are you looking at one of her albums? I'm looking at one of her albums. <laughs> <laughs> Where is Ipanema? It's um, in Brazil. I assume it's in Brazil. Brazil? Isn't that like no, a no, Jersey, uh, Jersey Shore? Oh, that's where it no. is. Where's Spain? Ipanema, Westwood. All some salt, saltwater taffy. <laughs> Trenton. Ipanema. <laughs> <laughs> it's near it's just south of Trenton. <laughs> Can you find the other songs I, other than that I, one? Why, if you give me a little moment, I could. <laughs> I, I just learned about this in the last few minutes. Let's hurry. Next. Let's go. Come on. Okay. In Rio de Janeiro. Ms. Gilberto recorded the song. She was married to 
Gilberto, the Brazilian singer and guitarist, often referred to as the father of the bossa nova. Oh, yeah, he was a collaborator of Stan Getz's back huh? in the day. Does uh, okay. that make her the mother of the bossa nova? Yeah. And uh, they recorded a joint album with Stan Getz, who had already released three albums that mixed jazz with samba and bossa nova. Mm-hmm. Isn't a joint album what you separate the seeds and stems from? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> the old. Yeah, those those, those are old days now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, um, I think uh, Bossa Nova gets a raw deal. Everybody blames it. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, sure, they sure do. And really, it's uh, you should blame it on the, the rain. Mm-hmm. Aren't we having fun? <laughs> I blame it on the alcohol. Not the Bossa Nova's fault? Well, that's Any good. other song would be fine <laughs> I, right now. I'm trying to find her catalog. Yeah, give me a second here. Hmm. I can't even if spell. If there was a machine, you could go and put her Just name in. Just a second. Calm down. I did a quick Google. She has a version of Fly Me to the Moon, yeah, it looks yeah. like. Uh-huh. Yeah. A song called The Gentle Rain. Uh, now, oh. Willie, are you just making those up? <laughs> no, my or friend. Do you, are you looking at her album? I'm using my little Google bot over here. I just Googled Astrid Gilberto songs. Okay, here we go. Here's do you have an Astrid blocked on your uh, I have. A, I found Astrid on the thing. Here we go. Uh, this is music. Seventh floor lingerie. I feel like I'm in a Matt Helm movie. No, this is music to not wake the baby. It's Astrid. This is a nice cocktail music. It sounds like cocktail party. Movie to assault your secretary too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not saying. I'm just saying, hey, Josh. You want, you want the raise? Assault your assistant now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's finally singing. Here it is. Sorry. Oh yeah. I don't know what song this is. So this was, this was, I've heard this a million times. You have? Yeah. In my nightmares. <laughs> the summer samba? This is Buffalo Bill sewing a skin yeah. dress right now. You're right, though. This is, yeah, this is. You want that race? Mad, mad Men oh, assault yeah. the secretary. Wait, good part. This is Jack Lemon clumsily and awkwardly talking to Leslie Parrish. <laughs> you can have the apartment. Uh, uh, you have the apartment. Very good. <laughs> I'm, I'm not into this really. Well, <laughs> one of the sexiest songs I think ever. Yes. Uh, the girl from Ipanema. We were talking about this because um, the singer. Uh, Astrid Gilberto has died at the age of 83. Shocking. uh, She was great. There she goes. She has a real quality. Uh, Listen to this. I I love this. I do too. This is so good. like the Samba with Huge international hit. Really? (laughs) She really clipped it off there at the end. (laughs) (laughs) What's the matter? You you want to hear one of her other songs? Any Mm -hmm. other song. Okay. You can turn this off. <laughs> you don't like it already? It's baby you don't like talk. Her scatting? <laughs> then, I've, I've never seen her scat. I've watched her piss. <laughs> oh, there you go. You watched her pee? Is there is there a See, video of Astrid peeing online? I'm sorry. You know that Thanks there is. to AI, things no. are happening. What did you What did you just <laughs> Ask me if I've ever... I said, don't you like her scat? Jeez. I've never seen it. I've watched her piss. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, you know there's... Is the, is the term, the term scat, with reference to music, is it from the... 
Oh, it, I don't. It can't be, can it? I mean, it could it, be. I couldn't sing the lyrics. Maybe I was just, I was just essay. So yeah, to, so I was just throwing up scats. a bunch of poop. <laughs> but again, <laughs> yeah. I think you've really nailed it, though. This music does sound like Jack Lemon chasing around what is it, Verna Lisa? How to murder your wife? <laughs> this is just martini drinking. Yeah, there it is. Cocktail hour. Man loosening his tie. Where's that martini, Phyllis? Sure, and I take it back. I like this version of "Fly Me to the Moon." Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and her the, the first hit was she's kind of close to being f- flat. But she was not. married to the guy that was a singer, and they were in the Stan Getz. I guess was in the studio with her, and um, she started. She he said, "Well, you sing the lyrics in English." Mm-hmm. So she got up and sang them in English, and then they ended up erasing the husband Ooh, yeah. and putting her on there, and that was the international hit. Wow. But uh, paid her 120 bucks. That's all the money she earned on that song. But uh, she went on on to a 40 year career as a singer. Sure, absolutely. This just is a certain sort of time stamp on this. Absolutely. But you're right, Christy. This would be kind of great cocktail party music. All right, welcome. Put your keys in the bowl. We're going to have a good time tonight. Once again. I understand that, uh, what's his name? The party meister? Big party. Big party's coming. Oh, how about that? Once you choose, you can't trade. That's who you've chosen. Farnsworth, how are you, pal? Good to see you. You didn't happen to bring that daughter here, did you? No? Okay. You know what are you doing here? He's here. Look at this guy. Come on in. How about this one? Oh my God! Yeah, this is all kind of elevator stuff. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't either. Okay, we got the build up. Let's go. The shadow of your Only you could criticize pretty much everything. No, I, it, it, Mrs. Harrigan, my wife is home. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Please, drop off the casserole and go. <laughs> Don't touch my ween-ween. That guy's taking prescribed pills. They're just cocaine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Brenda's uh, in the other room. And uh, Chick McGee, are we still in the Next. Middle of All right, yes. <laughs> uh, guess what happened yesterday? That's right. They're going to start calling him... So Next. <laughs> Hello, Bob and Tom Show. Bob and Tom, it's Kenny Tormack. Kenny. Kenny. Yes. Hey, Shooter, we just landed. I'm at ATL. Just got in from ORD through MCO. Uh, just wrapping up some last-minute prep for my speaker series. Last year, as you recall, it was called Make Your Sales Sizzle Like Fajitas. This <laughs> year, went outside the box. I call it Stress for Success. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Oh. I know. I know. Well, the only trouble is the ballroom we booked at the Holiday Inn Express right by the damn pool. So I'm trying to get that changed. Uh, the last thing I need is some travel team doing cannonballs during my closer. Plus, <laughs> it's a little hard to sell merch when the entire hallway is puffed up for pool traffic. <laughs> yes. I don't I said if we book it again next year instead of neckties and tumblers, we might think about mops and crocs. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Oh, and for the record, I believe I overheard you guys talking about some airplane etiquette. Is that right? Yes, yeah. yes, airplane etiquette. that yesterday. Absolutely. Oh, God, I could do an entire speaker series on that topic alone. I mean, as a multi-million miler, I got this bad boy down. First of all, can we all agree? No babies. Hmm. Okay? Hmm. And let's say like a stroller with wings, keep those tadpoles off this Airbus. <laughs> Had a flight last week, so many crying babies. Oh, and even two of the Skyhags were pregnant. I said, my God, who's in the cockpit? Nick Cannon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the other rule that you 
universal. For the love of God, keep your voice down. People don't want to hear some zone four <laughs> mongrel asking where he can reclaim his pink tag bag for the 47th time. <laughs> I mean, between these uh, expedients and the crying babies, you'd find more peace and quiet in a smoke-filled pet shop. Oh, hey, Ty, Bobby, I, I'm sorry. I, I hate to do this. Uh, not quite to the gate, but i got to take this. Hey, Ty. Okay. Hey, Ty, just a sec. Go ahead. In tarmac, everything I touch turns to soul. What can I do you for? <laughs> Oh, hey, Peg, what's up? <laughs> Get the hell out of here. you got to be kidding me. Well, no wonder why he's been playing dodgeball with me. That explains it. Well, be sure to let Mike know that our PPO does not cover STDs. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's going to, no, he'll want the free clinic, the one off Ralston. Yeah, have a match for Jessica. <laughs> oh, Mike has the drips. <laughs> I knew it. Well, if he had that much trickle down on his renewals, he still wouldn't be a regional VP after four years, now would he? <laughs> Yeah, he's the last guy with the best lie. Excuse me. Hang tight, Peg. No, I will not get off my phone. <laughs> Why don't you put your baby back on the teeth before it starts crying again? This is business class. <laughs> <laughs> so get back to coach and enjoy your sunships. Hey, Bob, I'm going to take this. Let's circle back for next week. Let's okay. reload. We just Th- Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> okay. Sunships, those are good. They are good. Mm-hmm. Harvest sorry. cheddar? Uh, so I, I oh, where, 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 where we, we, we got... Uh, derailed in sports i'm sorry damar hamlin uh that's right he put his helmet on and headed out to full practice yesterday wow miracle uh buffalo Bills safety they call him lazarus is he wearing his helmet on his chest (laughs) that was (laughs) he he might have some sort of uh, special uh, padding oh okay possibly (laughs) the man lived we can laugh now right (laughs) i think so according to general manager brandon bean (laughs) (laughs) not a fan are you mr bean Oh, Mr. Bean. Oh, man, bro. Atkinson can do no wrong. Hamlin participated fully in practice yesterday for the first time in the six months, you know, since he almost died uh, during that Monday night game at Cincinnati. The practice, the first in which reporters were allowed to see Hamlin put on his helmet, take part in team drills. He's 25 years old, made his, uh, his objective to resume his football career after going into cardiac arrest and needing to be resuscitated on the field. It looked like a routine tackle, but no. And now he's absolutely fine. It's amazing. I bet there were tears. Just amazing. Simply, simply amazing. Evidently, he's really difficult to play with now because he thinks he's uh, going to live forever, <laughs> and uh, he mm. won't. He won't shut up. About big immortal, he calls himself. Yeah, yeah, the big, big immortal, big immortals in the house. <laughs> what does big, big party say to him? Hey, big party. No RSVP needed. Big party. (laughs) (laughs) I like that as the tagline. That's right, because the party's always going. BYOYA, bring your own ass. (laughs) (laughs) Or BMOA, bring me your ass. No, 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 wait a minute. Bring me your ass. I I was wrong, too. Stupid world record. What is this? <laughs> for those of you who didn't see, Chick was looking at this for the first time, studying it, and he can't believe it. Alessandro Biancardi <laughs> yeah. told evidently a publication called, all caps, MADCAT, M-A-D-C-A-T, that he was fishing in the River Po, which was in... Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> he was. He said he felt a powerful bite on his line. He fought for 40 minutes. Biancardi said he realized he had hooked a monster. He finally reeled in the giant catfish and with the help of some friends discovered that it measured 9 feet, 4.2 inches long. It's 
a man eater. A new world record. He was curious about the creature's weight, but he did not catch it by himself. You can't. He. Uh, there are pictures, photographs of this thing. Um, um, he's got both his hands in the mouth, and his hands are more than a foot apart. Biancardi said he did not want to stress the rare specimen and decided to safely release it back into the water. I hope he got pictures. Did he get pictures? Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, this thing is huge. Oh, my the, gosh. The head is um, oh. uh, well, like what, a foot and a half wide. Yeah, it's... You think you could eat that? Or it would be really tough? Ugh. Yeah, man, that's a lot of po' boys. Yeah. Yeah. Catfish. It's, there's, yeah, there's a bunch of pictures of it. This thing is gigantic. Yeah. Um, now, there are reports of catfish eating children in certain areas. What? They're all, like I was watching River Monsters? Yeah. That, uh, yeah. Yeah. And they're like some of these, uh, right? I don't know, they're in some weird country that doesn't have our standards or whatever. <laughs> really? No, but they're, oh, yeah. they're like some sort of indigenous peoples that, and they, they were uh, clicking and clacking about how the... Uh, <laughs> you're, you're, you're really getting deeper here. <laughs> No, they were talking in their language, whatever it was. It, was, uh, it's, it sounded like it was somehow inferior. Uh, oh, vastly. No. <laughs> they don't play Wordle? <laughs> Is that their problem in no. that country? No, but they were, uh, and they were talking about how kids have gone missing while swimming, and they're convinced it's because of these giant catfish. Oh, gosh. It's very clear in this one photograph. This fish is significantly longer than this man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a nine-footer. Wow, but he put it back in, threw it back. That's so, what he uh, said. That's amazing. Yeah, I assume this is a uh, this is a website for uh, people that love catfish. Mad What's cat. Mad oh, cat, mad cat. I'm assuming. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I wonder what he used as a lure. Yeah, a little hot, a piece of hot dog. I thought you were going to say a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maybe hook up your nephew to it. <laughs> I heard he just talk, he talked sexy. That's what I heard. He talked sexy in a kingdom. Yeah. Oh. Hey, baby, come here, cat. I oh, like your yeah. whiskers. Kitty, 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 wow. kitty, um, kitty, 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 kitty. It doesn't look. It looks like the face of a dinosaur. Yeah, it's it it's prehistoric. Have you sure. seen any of these pictures? Yeah. It, it, no. It's this green. That are the severed genitals of some primordial deity. <laughs> what? What? All right. Wow, wait a minute. If if there is a therapist listening, we need to go over that last statement. <laughs> More of the Bob and Tom show coming up in just a couple of minutes. Pat in the women's room and King Idiot. We'll find out about that next here on the Bob and Tom show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back. This is Christopher in the Bob and Tom Studios here on this Friday. We'll wrap things up this morning with Pat in the women's room plus King Idiot. There's Pat Godwin. Hey, chick. Yeah. There's Josh Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What's wrong with Pat now? There's Ace Cosby. Hey. He left her water running in the men's room again, and he'll say, I wasn't in there. Uh, I, I caught I him in the ladies' in room again. The ladies room. Oh, yeah. Chick, something's happening. It's uh, actually there's something wrong with that faucet. It's leaking if you leave it all the way on the hot side. If you center it, it stops leaking. I don't believe it. You and Pat have cooked this up between you. Wait a minute. Is this one of our bathrooms or is this yes, a big building? One of ours, yeah. So Pat actually used one of the proper bathrooms? No, no. 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 He had nothing to do with the water running in there. Nope, not at all. Pat uses the ladies' room. Why in do you the turn, the, why do you turn the water on? Why do you turn the water on? I don't because turn you the water on there anymore. Have to wash your hands after you go. No, Pat, oh, Pat used to. Uh, that's not why Pat I used to do it to cover the sound of his own urination or poop. <laughs> I am a very shy guy. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh, I'm like a Jackie O. I don't believe. Why are you, you. using the ladies' room? Because I, I this is where I do my makeup and my hair early in the morning. <laughs> Jackie O. No, but I mean, I, 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 I've caught you like twice in the last week, early in the morning, coming out of the ladies' yeah. room. Yeah, that's Why do I, you like to defile our? I don't area. defile anything. Is there some <laughs> kinky thing about you can go better There's if you know that kinky it's, about men it. aren't supposed to be in there? He's are you stealing not. the free ponds? <laughs> <laughs> He's just sick and twisted. No, oh, it's peaceful, shy. isn't it? Yes. It's probably peaceful and nobody's No one it. goes in there. Yeah. No, I sometimes go in there later in the morning. Jessica goes in there. Sometimes you want your own dumper. Who does? Jessica. Oh, you yeah, know, Jessica. That's because she's a she. <laughs> He's a the she. The world is changing. No, we, yeah, no, the world isn't changing. We yes. have we have unisex bathrooms in this part of the building, mm-hmm. and then there's ones that are designated male, female, and the other part. I don't care. You know what? It's just that at four in the morning, you're here. The only oh. people here are me and you, and you're going to the ladies' oh, room? Hang on I a will, second. I we have indeed. a declaration from King Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> He's now King Idiot? Yeah. What did, that, what did the promotion take place? Go ahead. I, for one, thank you for using that bathroom because it keeps the others open for the rest of us. What yeah. a kiss ass. <laughs> Both big lips on his butt. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, um, where were we? Um, uh, in there, it's all running around. We will put the information about the Field of Dreams wet. bourbon on our various social media platforms. <laughs> our social media guy happens to be coaching his wife, who was giving birth today, and I gave him all the information I know about this, which was, well, you can go get ice. Oh, my gosh. That's about it. Don't you have a handout typed up and printed that you give to your friends who are going to have babies um, like you do when they're buying houses? I'll have you know that um, people have been writing me, asking me for my tips on um, what to do when you move into a new house. Oh, you really? Know, you know that's from a humorous standpoint. No, I happen to be a semi-expert on this. I, mm, uh, all right, give me one tip. Give me just one tip. Uh, when you first move into a house? Yeah. Uh, one tip. Um, the washing machine. They make uh, short little metal hoses. No, they don't. They, they make the same length hoses. It doesn't have to be short. Well, if to hook up your washing machine to the wall, get the ones that are reinforced metal. The other ones can burst and you can be in big trouble. There's one tip. The other one, get a fire extinguisher immediately. <laughs> immediately get a smoke detector and a carbon monoxide detector, even in an all-electric house. Get a carbon monoxide detector. All right. Because um, automobiles can leak in, et cetera, et cetera. Or just don't leave your car running. Right. That's, well, that's Josh, cheaper. Josh, uh, you'll find that some of the newer cars, Josh, and I think you're making enough, money to, yeah. making enough money to buy a proper vehicle. <laughs> um, some of the newer cars are so quiet, you don't even know that they're on, and people yeah. are accidentally leaving no. them on. Well, then that's called survival no. of the fittest. Yes. If you can't figure out your car is running... Natural selection. Maybe you should get run over by your own car. Well, the, I've done this. Yeah, well, I know. know. But yeah. you are not normal. I appreciate that. <laughs> it is a good thing. You're talking to someone who once left a car on yeah. a, uh, a very public intersection and went to an entire NFL game and came back and yeah. still there running. Still there, it? and it would have been anyone could have just hopped in and driven right off. <laughs> nice car too. You don't see anything odd about that. Left it in a valet. I almost never, wears it as no a badge valet. of pride. What if I had done that? What would you tell me? Well, uh, Sandy's very intelligent. He's uh, preoccupied. That's why he did that. Precisely. You wouldn't say that to me. You mm-hmm. wouldn't say that to me at all. Remember Probably. how hard we laughed yesterday when <laughs> Pat was struggling with the so-called new paper towels or whatever. And he goes, oh, these are much different than a regular paper towel. And, uh, and after a pause, in. time goes, you know, he's right. <laughs> 
Those are those are weird paper towels. They are weird. They're They're the they're, finest. They're paper not towels. perforated they're, properly. They're heavy duty. They're super absorbent. They're almost cloth. And if you go up and you just you can tear easily a, a slice of paper towel. And they are the half. The half you sheets. Like. I love the half sheets. They're fine. They're not just fine. And I look around the corner and he's got thirty feet of paper towel. Part of it's in his hand. It's all over the refrigerator. Christy, I don't like. He was Christy. I don't like to do this. I don't like to do the standard, the difference between men and women, but there is one distinct difference. What? Penises and vaginas? Yeah, there's that. Well, no, that's, well subject to, that's subject to You know, to a tab debate. A goes into slot B, okay? Um, no. Uh, or is it's, it slot C? <laughs> it's, it's hand towels. What do you mean? Um, do well, you mean? Um, when you ladies outfit a so-called parlor bathroom, if you will. <laughs> oh, I love those. A powder room? Powder room, whatever. In other words, yeah. at, your, at your home, sometimes you'll usually, have a bathroom that's sort of it's not, usually a half bath not attached of, to a bedroom. Right. And, you, and you keep hand towels in there. Right. And apparently uh, the purchase of these is based on the way they look, mm-hmm. yes. not on absorbency. Oh, sure. Yeah, because sometimes the ones, the ones we have are approximately, I would say, their absorbency is the same as... Uh, aluminum foil. <laughs> they're made out of they're made out of some water repelling yes. wool or something. Yeah. You don't have the disposable like the nice little. I have like nice little hand towels that that are disposable next to the sink. Do you think I have any control over anything that happens in that house? <laughs> You're right. Why am I asking that? Yesterday, when Pat was wrestling with the the the, the paper towels, it was almost like the paper towels were alive. And they were trying. They were trying to strangle. No, in Pat's defense, they were way up high on top of the fridge. And Pat's way up. That is an awkward spot. Way, way up high. And but they were pushed to the back, and there was stuff in front. No, of them, there wasn't. Which it's reminds me, all the stuff in that file cabinet's going off. That's my file cabinet. Get rid of all your crap up there. Your peanuts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the wastebasket. You know, if it weren't for peanuts, you wouldn't have peanut butter, Mister. So I do have peanut butter. It's right up there. I okay, I'm I sorry. don't have anything on the file cabinet. Do you have anything on the file? No, we know no, better. There's yeah, candy no, or something. I'm tossing it. Candy. <laughs> That's where my cereal goes. <laughs> now, now we're back to cereal. I'm sorry. Did we have any news we were supposed to get to? Oh yeah, sure. Well, a couple of goofballs. <laughs> we should get an island in there, like so we can sit down and I have breakfast. You, I wanted a I wanted a shower. Why don't we listen to me for just a second? Like a table. Shut up. Why don't we? <laughs> All just stay home in the morning. <laughs> no, no, listen. We can still do the show with the cameras, but we'll just stay away from each other. Wouldn't that be great? You wouldn't have to put up with us. You could come in here if you want. There won't be anybody in here to mess with oh, your stuff. I'm liking this a lot more. I know. Just me know. and Ace. Or or Pat. You guys could, uh, you know, grab ass and whatever you do in the morning. Sure, sure. Try to figure out the paper yeah, towels. Yeah, try to corral this paper towel situation. Pat could go to the other building, even though there's no yeah. one in here, and use the ladies' room. He could go, oh, out, he go out in the front Very and turn planned. the hose on and piss all over the parking lot. Do you, find that going, do you find that going to the ladies' room when there's no one else in the building <laughs> makes it gives you some pretty. kind of, like, uh, like you've snuck into the girls' locker room? No, not at all. It's just a private situation. It's I grew up with not, open, he, open dumpers. You're a liar. People. I do don't believe That's anything he says. These doors lock, Pat. I still don't want to go in there. It's like you're doing yeah. fine, Pat. Don't you worry about it. You crawd and pee where you feel comfortable. <laughs> I think right? I think if you asked a professional right. uh, therapist of some sort, yeah, right. why is it that I have this desire to use the ladies' room? It's not the ladies' room. It's a privacy issue. Well, I why like don't it. you use My, the men's room? I walked in there once, and he was uh, in, apparently inspecting how the, the janitor did because he was sniffing the toilet seat to see if it was clean. <laughs> I thought that was not where you were going with that. <laughs>
Oh, so, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> oh you guys. If, I, if we could only have one day where Pat would have to tell the truth from the start of the show till the end. I don't think he lies as much as you think he lies. Ask him how old he is. But when he oh, lies, boy. Oh, boy. You ever ask Pat how old he is? I think he, he has to do this. Exactly. I do Jackie, math problems. I do Jackie Gleason. I'm an, I'm an, I'm an. <laughs> this is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.